Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 118 of Thirst and Goal. My name is Franny. Across the table from me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert just like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. Dot com and Ben, what an exciting even evening! We just finished watching that UCLA Gonzaga game, and what brutal. a game! And it was brutal. brutal. For, it was brutal for UCLA, but that was an uh. instant, instant classic. UCLA had it in regulation right at the end. There was a charge called, and uh. it went to OT, and then OT it was the dagger with 3.3 seconds left. Gonzaga goes down the court and banks in a three pointer. From what, 30 feet away? I mean, it was, yeah. it was crazy. Somewhere Derek Fisher was smiling. Was, <laughs> I thought 3.3 seconds was yeah. not enough time for Gonzaga to get a good shot off, but they did. And it, it broke, wasn't a good shot. Well, it was, a good, it, it was good once it released. Yeah, I mean, that was once you released it, but a bank from 30 feet out? Ugh, that was brutal. Oh, I mean, man, if you're a UCLA what? fan or a fan of the underdogs in this tournament, then uh, it was pretty brutal. Brutal yeah, for know. me. Hey, I mean, but I, it was nice. It was nice to see UCLA back in the Final Four, you know, first time since 2018. They were not expected to make it this far. Uh, you know, I mean, they didn't finish that well in the Pac-12. I mean, they were in the play-in, and they were in the first four. They went to the final four, and uh, what what a fucking game. What had the opportunity game. in regulation. They had the one opportunity to win that game was at the end of yeah. regulation. Yeah. And as Franny said, they get the charge call instead yeah. of the basket that could have ended the game sad. and sent them to the final. It's sad, but, you know, you don't, you don't see those games too often. That is an instant classic. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, while watching the game, we were also bottling our fourth beer, our Saison. It is, we have 48 bottles ready to go, and we're just waiting for them to carbonate now for the next two weeks. Yep. Can't wait to try that. The fourth round Saison. That's right. Yeah, big shout out again to... Uh, Mitchell from Manitoba, who gave yeah, us the right. idea yeah. to do the seventh round, exactly. sixth round, fifth round, fourth round. What a great idea that was! And once we get so, this to our, is the Russell Wilson round. Once we get to our exactly, once we get to our first round, though, that will be our own recipe. We'll put, we'll throw some together and see how it comes out. Although I did throw some rosemary in a couple of them, in one, and, and, and one, and that one, and, and we'll see how that, we'll see how that I comes out. I don't think rosemary beer is that great, Ben, but we'll uh, see. I think it's going to be it's more flavorful than you expect. I, I should have actually got some more ingredients. I, I think maybe. If you put in less rosemary, but you put in that whole like that whole chunk of rosemary in there, I think that's a little too much. I think it's gonna be a little too much rosemary flavor. I'm not in UCLA, man. Go big or go home. <laughs> hey, they went big, and ben. they went home. They went big. Yeah, they went too big on that final shot in regulation. Yeah, the ball in the right player's hands. But I said, call not. timeout. Call a fucking timeout. Yeah, and I'm yeah. over here saying, don't call a timeout. You know what? God's not gonna be able to set. Don't let him set. And I was wrong. They clearly needed a timeout to get a better play in there. Yeah. Uh, but what a, because what a the game. defenders just clamped down in the paint, and he wasn't able to get that shot off. What a game, though. But how was your week? Uh, week was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. No complaints. Uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the more successive shitty weeks you have in a row, the less <laughs> shitty they get. It just becomes more of something that you get used to rather than something that you're upset by. So, yeah, it was uh, pretty. I, th- I think you enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I enjoy the, the a little bit of it. How was your week, Friday? Uh, you know, this week really flew by. It was it was one of those weeks that, uh, I, I mean, it didn't seem like it worked five days. It seemed like it was like a three-day week for me. It was actually enjoyable. 
Oh, excellent. Yeah, I know. That's Crazy, what right? I want to hear. Crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, in my like, weeks, I mean, not shitty because work. of work. It's just, you know, it's a lot of... Uh, a lot of, lot of time in the same place. <laughs> a lot of time in the same place. But uh, what are you drinking tonight, though, Ben? I am continuing to drink the Dutch yeah. Courage Actually, you know, Dry I, I expected gin. that to be a little bit further down the bottle. Yeah, I'm, I've been sort of milking this one. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a Dutch Courage Dry Gin. It's a beautiful summer gin out of Holland. Uh, just the right amount of spice. Just the right amount of botanicals. Not overwhelming. That you know Something you'd like in a winter... A winter gym where you have more spice and more juniper and more, you know, colorful more botanicals. Uh, I like a, a nice, clean summer gin. Franny, what about you? And it is, it is, uh, it was nice summer weather today. I mean, oh, it was about yeah, 80, 80 degrees, 85 or something, somewhere around there. And even, even right now, at about almost oh pretty close to nine o'clock, it's you know uh, still about sixty six degrees, so not too bad. You just have your Steelers sweater on as you usually do, Ben, representing your team. And I have yeah, it's my... worth about a much, as much as the signings we had in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> exactly right. A lot of minimum salary players coming <laughs> our way to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I have my Eagles T-shirt on underneath my uh, thin sweater out here because that's all we need right now. Uh, but I am drinking. Actually, you know, I I polished off that bottle of the few. I was drinking that for quite yeah. a few weeks. I I finished. I polished off the the few. Mixed it with a little bit of the cola, a little bit of the uh, the club soda. This week we have the Schweppes, and uh, you know I am now gonna start polishing off this bottle of the Lost Republic Bourbon, one of our recent bourbons on the show, but an excellent bourbon, highly rated by both of us. Not highly rated off the shelf at Total Wine, but a very good bourbon. And we're not sponsored. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's exactly. A very we're not good sponsored by. Believe <laughs> I know. If we're ever sponsored, we will yeah, let we, you know exactly. Well, well, in we'll advance, make it obvious. We'll make it obvious to you. Yeah. So all of the recommendations, all of our opinions, are honest opinions. Honest opinions, you exactly. Know. And that's what you want, really. There's on no show, swag. Right? That's why we're experts, yeah. right, Ben? Exactly. We're not. Yeah. We're not both draped draped over. In, what's the name of that? What is that? The Lost Republic? Yeah, we're not yeah, draped yeah. over in Lost Republic swag. Yeah, right no, now. no. I mean, I wish I was. I wish I was. I, w- I wish I was. I was draped in Glenlivet swag, since we always seem to enjoy their oh, wish, sure. their, their scotches sure. and uh, sing their praises. You but, would have loved uh, it in the '80s when I was able to sport my Budweiser jacket. <laughs> yeah, and was, my and it was it, popular, back and it was then. actually popular to wear that kind of stuff in public. And you your know, members only. Yeah, it, uh, I had my members only. I'm I had sure a lot of buttons, did. a lot of zippers, uh, yeah. a lot of buckles. That's what it was. A lot then. of buckles. It's and coming zippers. back though, Ben. It should come back. Yeah, I mean, you have your tight sweats on now. I mean, yeah. that was popular back then. Absolutely, we were. We you have your you have your shorts that show your knees. <laughs> yeah, these are actually the, the 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 tight bottom sweatpants are similar to those colorful. I can't remember what we called them. But you're not doing the squats though, man. Nah, I gotta, get, doing I gotta get back to you it, gotta, bro. You gotta, you gotta get those buns of steel, bro. I gotta going get back again. to it, bro. Yeah, I was kind of checking you out. Uh, yeah, it's not. <laughs> now I'm like, you know, it looks a little flabby. It's a little flabby now. Yeah, that is nah, that is true. It was nice and tight. It was. Yeah, but now now you got to get back to it, Ben. Yeah. It's warming up now. It's now it's there's time. no excuses. That, yeah, is home, you're from that is true. Yeah. I'll do better than the UCLA basketball team. Friday, what are we <laughs> going to talk about tonight? Tonight, Ben, on the big board, on our now defunct big yep. board, we have our NFL news. We also have our shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have our feel-good story, the return of our feel-good story after the season. We also have our shot of the week, our Easter-inspired shot, which we've dubbed the Silly Wabbit shot. They are uh, chocolate bunnies with their heads chopped off. And you can definitely find those pictures on Instagram and on our Twitter. We'll get to those. At Gold Thirst and at Thirstan. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> we also have our distillery history. We'll be talking about Bunahabin, uh, which we've had one offering, maybe two offerings from that distillery. I think maybe one so far. 
but delicious. Absolutely. And we also have our beverage of the week, which is another rye. We haven't had a rye in a little while. It is from Pikesville. It is their straight rye whiskey, 110 proof. Dang. Yeah, that's some. That's good, gonna be a good one. I have that, a feeling that, that's some good alcohol right there. And we also have our beverage of the week once again from Belching Beaver. I think this is our second offering from Belching Beaver. This is their Deftones Phantom Bride India Pale Ale. Their IPA, one of their IPAs. There's actually multiple hops that they have in this one. Can't wait to try that. And we also have our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, Friday. What's first up on the big board? First up on the big board, Ben. NFL news. Oh, another busy. Well, actually, it was not a busy yeah, week. Actually, wasn't too of crazy. NFL news this week. Russell Wilson did not get traded on April Fool's Day. Yeah, no. Notwithstanding no. a lot of, memes. I, I try to, I, I try to fake out Sonya. You know. Yeah, I knew once. <laughs> you know, once they made the signings that they made, and the other sort of other players got signed. I was like, this is not going to happen. Yeah, he's not going to the Bears. Not this year. Anyway, hey, but that looked pretty convincing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people in Chicago were pissed off about all the memes that were going around. <laughs> you got Andy Dalton. What more do you want? You know, than a guy who gets picked off in the red zone one out of four times. <laughs> huh. All right, first up, Friday, the 49ers think there's gold in them, their heels. The 49ers are reportedly asking for a first round wait, draft pick. Wait, say that again. The 49ers <laughs> think there's gold in them, their heels. All right, that's not bad. Not yeah, bad. I'm coming up with like a little, uh, little, little catchphrase yeah, for yeah, every yeah, yeah. story yeah, this yeah. week. Yeah, that, that was good. That was so good. I thought I like it would that. be, like you know, that. for Easter, it would be fun. Yeah. Uh, in ex- they're looking for a first-round draft pick in exchange for quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, the Patriots have reportedly been sniffing around for another option under center, but we're told Garoppolo would cost a first-round pick. The 29-year-old oft-injured quarterback will clearly stay in San Francisco another year if the organization isn't willing to budge from that absurd demand. Yeah, Fronting a first-round pick? Are, you, first did, round. are they serious with that? Well, I mean, you know... The Eagles also started with that with Carson Wentz. They're like, we want a first round pick for Carson Wentz, and they and well, the, but Carson Wentz, you know, at least there's a bigger upside there. He's younger. He's, he's got a he's, history. I mean, it's not, Grappo's not old. Yeah, he's, he's two years older than Wentz. Yeah, but he's not old. Old. He's not like thirty five years old. I know he's not. Watch Russell Wilson. He's not thirty three. Yeah, he's not thirty three. Oh my god. Good oh my Lord. god. He's going to retirement. Legacy. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. That time has passed you by. <laughs> no, but I think that is absurd. You know, nobody's going to hand over a first round pick. For Jimmy G, who's been injured the last couple of years, uh, you know, who, you know, he obviously made it to the Super Bowl. He made it to the Super Bowl with a great defense. That defense carried him. He played well in the first half of that Super Bowl. But, you know, after that, he was, you know, so-so. Yeah, I'd sort of give you a first-round pick for Nick Mullins. Uh, At least no. he'll be healthy. <laughs> At least he'll stay healthy for yeah, the entire easy. season. It's easy to play healthy or, or to play the entire season or, well, a portion of the season healthy when you don't play that much. I mean, you yeah, know, it's like, you know, if, if you play four games, then okay. I healthy. just think they, you know. But they, I mean, Jimmy GQ, a, a first round pick. They can take a worth. second and a fourth and then they, you know, they've got the, what, the third pick now. You know, they've got, yeah. you know, they've got the second. They could, they could take a second and maybe a fourth round pick. Yeah. Nope, go nope. out there and draft your third, yeah. you know, a quarterback at, at three, mm-hmm. you know, Justin Fields or whoever they're going to draft. And then look to the future. Yeah. Uh, but that's a really interesting division, Franny, I think, because they, they almost have to get a quarterback to compete with the, at the level of the quarterback mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. of their competitors in that division. The Cardinals have beefed up their team. You've got Matt Stafford going over to Los Angeles and Russell Wilson, of course, in Seattle with a little bit of help on that offensive line. They almost have no choice but to take <laughs> a big shot at quarterback this year well, if they want to compete to. in this division long term. Well, I mean, they have to. I mean, obviously, I think they're going to start the season with, you know, Jimmy G and see if, if he stays healthy. Uh, we'll see who they pick up in the draft. I think they have, uh, uh, what's his name, that they're looking at at in the third, as Alabama quarterback? 
Mac, oh, Mac Jones? Is it Mac Jones? Is he, yep. he's Alabama, right? Um, so, I mean, they're looking to pick him up. I mean, you know, Justin Fields also, you know, they're talking about Justin Fields maybe falling further than the third pick overall. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure who the better quarterback is between those two guys. You know, really, I, I'm, a, not, I'm not sure. A, I, I think it really depends on the type of offense yep. you're planning to run because they're two different types of quarterbacks. They play different types of styles. So I almost it, feel like Justin Fields would be a better pick for them. I think uh, long term. I'm thinking for their he, he style. might be. I, I, I think so. I think so. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, there are, you know, there are talks about, you know, Justin Fields falling to 11, 12 or whatever. I don't, I don't know if he's going to fall that far in the draft. It is Ohio State. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is. <laughs> it is Ohio State versus Alabama. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see, uh, you know, how that pans out. Uh, but, you know, for, for Jimmy G, for, you know, asking for a first round pick, that's eh, not going to happen. I mean, you'll be lucky to get a second rounder for yeah. him. I mean, that's just absurd. Yeah. I mean, just get what you can get. Get a couple picks next year. If you're willing to make the move this year, draft a guy, and you know take take your quarterback in the first round. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, if you start Jimmy G and you hold on to him into this season with with your backup pick, you know whoever you take at number three this year, you're not going to be competitive. If you start Jimmy G, you're not going to be competitive against those other three I, teams. You know, if, if it depends on how the defense plays. You know, I mean, you know, Salah's gone now. I'm not sure how the defense is going to perform this season. But, I mean, you know, their defense was the reason they made it to the Super Bowl the last time. So That's I mean, true. And, you know, the reason they won any games this season is because of their defense. And so, you know, we'll see how their defense performs. Yeah, I just think it's going to be tough to compete in that division. I mean, especially yeah, with of course, Russell yeah. Wilson upping or attempting this year Unless to up moves. his trade value again. <laughs> Unless he moves to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> Chicago. Franny, are you ready to move on? Uh, let's move on, man. All right. All right, do you patch old tires, good sir? We've got a flat. The Houston Texans may presume. <laughs> Why do you have a southern accent? <laughs> may, I don't know. It's Texas. Do, do you patch? It's Texas. Do you patch old good sir tires, sir? <laughs> they got a flat tire a down flat in Texas. T- I got a nail in my tire. They got more than a nail. They got pins and and bars and screws in this in this tire. The Houston Texans may pursue Frane. Veteran free agent quarterback Alex Smith. If Deshaun Watson is not with the team, according to Tim Pelissero of NFL Network, Smith. I'm mean, here from New York, Ben. Why do yeah. you sound like you're from like? Well, the story's the, about Texas. Okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, fair enough. I can't. Right, I, sh- right. I should not be doing my. Yeah, yeah. It's the only accent I could do. Uh, they used the Texans. Yeah, they used the Texans. Made veteran free agent. Texan versus Texan <laughs> in the in the NCAA championship game. Uh, Smith is familiar with Coach David Culley from their time together in Kansas City and remains insistent about being the starter in 2021. He could at the very least enter camp in a competition with Tyrod Taylor if Watson isn't available, whether that be via trade, holdout, or even an extended stint on the commissioner's exempt list. With the news in this week that the Houston Police Department (laughs) Mm -hmm. has at least one verified complaint from one massage therapist, a criminal complaint that was filed this week. Looks like Deshaun Watson. Another one? No, this this there oh. was actually a criminal complaint filed. Oh. So someone actually went to the Houston Police Department with all of their information, and they're now investigating a criminal charge as well as I think there were three more civil charges filed this week. It's, yeah. lo- it's looking more and more like Deshaun Watson is not going to be the quarterback <laughs> in Houston at least for this season yeah, to start the season. He's in some hot water. But right what now. do you think about Alex Smith? And Tyrod I mean, Taylor. I mean, know, Alex Smith, that flat tire of a yeah, left leg. I know. I feel so bad for the guy. Um, but, yeah, you know. He, Although last he, week you said you, they shouldn't sign him in, uh, in Philadelphia. No, no. I feel bad. I said I feel bad. I didn't say Philly should sign him, though. <laughs> you know? I mean, I hope he gets signed somewhere, but not in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, he's he is a short-term solution. You know, I mean, we saw what happened last year with Washington and the very few games that he could 
participate in. Uh, you know, I mean, that leg injury was terrible. Yep. And, uh, you know, you know, he did come back, he did play, but I mean, he was hobbled the entire time. Uh, and you know, if, if you want to play, you know, four or five games, but he, he's not a long-term, you know, 16, 17 game solution now for that team, you know, he's a good backup. I mean, if you want to bring Tyrod Taylor in as the starter and maybe him as the backup, if, if, you know, if that's what it takes, then do that. But I mean, Alex Smith, he, he's not the kind of guy that's, that's going to be able to play 16, 17 games in a season. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I like, I like, you know, someone picking up Alex Smith. I agree with Franny. But with Tyrod Taylor already there, mm-hmm. I feel like they should go out and get, you know, maybe even take a flyer in the draft or trade for someone that's sitting on someone's roster right now, a younger player, rather than having Tyrod Taylor and Alex Smith there. I, I don't, I think it's. And hey, where's Case Keenum? Uh, I he don't played, know. He played for the Texans, right? Did he? I mean, didn't he play for, he played for and the Minnesota. Texans. Minnesota. And no, somebody played, yeah, else. But he, I Didn't think he go he to played, Denver I think for a minute? Te- for the Texans early on in his career. I think maybe that's where he was drafted. I can't really remember exactly. But I think he did play a short period of time there, but I'm not sure if he's under contract elsewhere. But I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, yeah, he fell off a he definitely fell off a cliff after that I, like, I, that season in Minnesota. Miraculous, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, I think he went to Denver. I think Denver even started him after that. I, I, I uh, did he? I, I'm I not think sure. To, I think he might have gone to Denver. It seems then, like that's where all those quarterbacks then, go. Oh, yeah, John Elway, you're... Yeah. you're you're quite a you look quite a vice president or president really, of football operations. You look really who's that who's that tall ass quarterback that they paid a ton of money to Paxton Lynch. Pa- no, no, it was Paxton Lynch and Trevor Osweiler. Osweiler. Oh, Brett yeah, Osweiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Osweiler? Oh my yeah, god, they have a, they, talk about they're, they're the new Cleveland Browns of yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to yeah. be like a revolving, you know, carousel of it's quarterbacks. Like you, you had a good stretch of games there. How about you come play with us? We'll sign. We'll sign you for twenty five million dollars. Yeah, they just didn't trade up to take the other tall quarterback that they could have <laughs> taken in Justin Herbert. They decided to go uh, another oh, route. Oh man, another Justin route. Herbert. Oh jeez. Uh, but what do you think? I mean, what do you think about Alex Smith? Should they give him a shot to compete with with Tyrod Taylor? Bring him in on a. On I'll a bring. I would, deal? I would seriously bring both of them in. I mean, no, either, neither one of those guys are going to be asking for a huge contract. I mean, both of them are going to be happy to sign any sort of a contract right now. Um, so, you know, if, if they could get, uh, Tyrod Taylor, I mean, you know, neither one of those guys is a good option, but if you have no quarterback under center right now, you have to sign somebody looks like they might, as, no well, might as well, might as well. Yeah. <laughs> you have one. Yeah. They, that's true. They have Tyrod Taylor signed, I suppose, but it doesn't, it's looking more and more like, oh, he, oh, oh, Tyrod Taylor's already there. Yeah. Yeah. He's already, oh, he's there. already there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's already Jeez. there. Jeez. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, it, it, I think we probably talked about some yeah. podcast a couple of weeks ago. Probably. Yeah, probably. But yeah, he's already but, there. Okay. And... So he's there. So, you know, why not, why not sign Alex Smith? Give, give him a new home. Yeah. I mean, I was hoping maybe the Steelers would pick him supportive up. Supportive wife behind him. God, <laughs> exactly. God bless her. Just let him go. Yeah, no. Give him a chance. Give my boy a <laughs> give chance. Give him a chance, man. Give, give, I think he'll be. Backup. Just a backup. You know, I, I, I was kind of hoping the Steelers or somebody might give, a, give him a shot in terms of having just kind of a competent backup mm-hmm. that could, they could throw the ball a little bit. A little bit mobile, even though he, you know, he has the injury, still a little bit mobile. And then the Steelers would have at least a competent backup quarterback if Ben yeah. gets hurt in his last season this year. But it's looking more and more like just Deshaun. imagine if you guys picked up Joe Flacco no, as your hell backup. No, Dude, that, that would be so no, never amazing. Happen. Never happen. That's why Andy Dalton's not on our team. That's why Joe Flacco's not on our team. That's and why, that's why you have some. Ch- I mean, but they're better options than the backup quarterbacks they have right now. Uh, well, I'm not sure that he's a better. I'm not sure that Joe Flacco is a better option than any of the quarterbacks Ooh, I don't that know are on our roster right now. Mason Rudolph is a better option than Joe yeah, Flacco for sure. Oh man, Th- then uh, today's Joe Flacco. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Better option than Deshaun Watson right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's looking more and more like Deshaun Watson will not uh, be on the team. Jesus Christ! How, this how, season. How far he has fallen, right? From from asking for uh, you know uh, 
a new team. A new and, team and demanding, and refusing demanding. to play, and threatening to hold out. Yeah, and now it's like, can you guys please? Can you can you guys please have me play for you guys? Please, yeah, please? and it's brutal. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's almost like an avalanche wow. of issues coming at him every single week. And as soon as one person it goes was to 24, the police, 24 women last week. Has it gone up to 48? I think it was three more. Oh, man. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, once they start going to the police, then other yeah. other folks will follow and go to the police, and it'll balloon from there. Mm. So it's looking more and more like Deshaun Watson is going to get paid $10 million to sit out this season on the exempt list, or some big chunk of the season on the exempt list. And Tyrod Taylor, yet again, yeah, yet get again, gets in the a chest. Chance, but he gets a chance again to start. For a team. I mean, he got a chance to start for the Browns. He got a chance to start for the Chargers. He got The he Jets, got a, too, right? He, got he a played chance, for the Jets. And, a, and he got a chance to start for the Bills. And now he's going to have a chance to start for the the Houston, Texas. So maybe this will be the, the season that Tyrod Taylor really is able to pull it together mm-hmm. uh, and, and have a, a good season wire to wire. I don't think the Texans roster is going to be as bad as people expect it to be after uh, the draft. You know, I mean, Tyrod Taylor, he's okay. I, I mean, like Tyrod he, Taylor. He's, he's uh, you know, not a long-term solution. He, he, to me, he's more of a backup quarterback. He's going to give you some good minutes, some good, you know, a few games some here good and there. Minutes. But we in the basketball game now? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I mean seriously. <laughs> he's, play, he's playing 42 minutes a game. I mean, come on now. <laughs> You know, he, he might get a rebound. <laughs> He's not going to get a triple double. A, re- a rebound or two. You know, he might no, get a 10 I mean, and 5. That's, that's, that's the kind of player he is. I mean, you know, it's it's almost like a, a Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of guy. He's going to have some really good games, yeah. some really bad games as well. Uh, but he's he's definitely not not a long term solution, and uh, you better watch out who's administering the shots <laughs> on that yeah, team. Exactly who who the medical staff is there, and don't use a very long syringe. Yeah, let's not hire Uma Thurman to do. Uh, maybe he's got a very narrow, John Travolta to do this one. Maybe he's got a very narrow rib cage. I don't maybe know. Maybe that's what it is. I feel like it's maybe like a scene born, in Pulp Fiction. He was born with a very narrow rib cage. Yeah, he just need you know. Just be careful. Be careful with your well. Be careful with all the players, but definitely be careful with your quarterbacks. Friday. I don't want to puncture love. <laughs> exactly. Are you ready to move on? Let's move on. Oh my goodness, Friday's that favorite. Was, that, was, that, was, that was Herbert's dad, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Justin <laughs> Herbert's dad. Well, he did everyone a favor. He did Taylor <laughs> a favor. He did the team a favor. Taylor's starting now. Justin Herbert had a great season. Everyone yeah. came out the better for but that. But we talked about that. We yeah. said it. On the podcast, right when Justin Herbert was was uh, drafted, start Justin Herbert. Yeah. Do not start Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, see, I, 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 listen you know, to us. Just listen to us. I know, seriously. You God, know, if it, if if listening to the radio is good enough for Jeffrey Lurie <laughs> and taking here making personnel decisions based on listen local to some talk radio, out there. just listen to Thursday Gold Podcast. We'll put you on yeah. the right path. Exactly. Except for this story, we can put a pretty good team together. Yeah, Friday's not going to like this story. Play it again and again and again. You don't like it either. NFL. The NFL is set to impose and did impose a 17-game schedule next year. The first time the league will expand the NFL schedule since 1978 when games were increased from 14 to 16. Uh, that, well, even, even before you were born, Friday, they were, they were extending games. Per ESPN's Adam Schefter, the league's owners will meet or did meet this week and ratified the schedule expansion. Uh, this is the second significant change to the NFL schedule in as many years. 2020 resulted in an expansion of the postseason from 12 to 14 teams, which didn't add an extra week to the pre- postseason despite adding two more games. Uh, yeah, remember there were like three games and three games. The current NFL CBA states the owners can add and did add a 17th game to the regular season schedule, but that could have been pushed back to later years. As for 2021, the regular season schedule, here's what to expect per Warren Sharp of Sharp Football Analysis. No extra bye week. 17 games on 18 weekends. Week 1 uh, will be September 12th. Week 18 will be January 9th. The Super Bowl will be on February 13th, so they're pushing that out a little bit. 
Uh, Wild Card Weekend will have two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and one game on Monday. Friday. They're trying to push as many games onto the schedule as possible. But what say you about pushing this out to 17 games mm, and pushing the Super know. Bowl out and pushing the fucking playoffs? Playoffs? Yep. Playoffs? Onto What's a, about playoffs? Onto a Monday. That's stupid. That's I mean, stupid. what the I mean, hell, people have man? To work. I mean, people have, you know, the, I think the NFL doesn't understand that <laughs> one of the reasons that they're so popular is that most of we the can sit most back people can watch the games when they're on. And relax on Sunday. That's well, why. I'm not going to be. Even, what even if, what if Saturdays, gonna... even those stupid Saturday games, when when the playoffs on our Saturdays occasionally have to work on a Saturday. You know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like, ridiculous. come on. I mean, a Monday playoff. Yeah, it's like those what? stupid Steelers games that were Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It was like an everyday yeah. Steelers game. Yeah, it was a you know. Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Steeler game. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Steeler game. <laughs> it's, uh, whatever is it, Happy Days? Happy, happy days. days, yeah, yeah. I, I love that intro. Uh, but, I mean, um, seriously, a fucking game on a Monday? What if, yeah, it, what if I, it's, I, I, what if it's Kansas City unless versus like, Baltimore on a like Monday really, and nobody can watch it? Unless it's, like, really late. It has to be really late but in the can, day. I mean, but the latest sucks, start is going to be 5 o'clock. 5 exactly, o'clock will be the latest And that sucks start. for people on the East Coast, then, because if you start late enough so people on the West Coast watch I'm never moved to Hawaii. I wouldn't be able to live in Hawaii. At least they get to watch the game. I mean, if you're in the office and you have a commute, you're if you get your job well, and you, have, yeah, you, I mean, can't, you can't in, watch in, it. In your Tesla, you can just you know put it on autopilot, drive home, watch the game. Oh, that's true. I could probably get the TV in there. Yeah, you, you, I, no, no, I mean, they, I'm sure they have like Yahoo or whatever. I mean, you know, they have the, the Yahoo games now. Yeah, you know, uh, just, yeah. I actually, I probably in. could figure out a way to stream it you in just, the car. You just tune in and 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 you know put the speed on your car up to like 85 but miles per hour. It's not the same. It's not the same. I mean, actually, I might I might commute to work with you. <laughs> like Ben, you feel like going to downtown LA today, friend? Hey, I'll sit in the back seat and wait until you're done. But then I have to, I'll call out sick that day. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, I feel like the NFL is really trying to become it, it, you know, it, it the NBA yeah. or, or Major League Baseball where there's games yeah. on routinely and regularly any night you want to go home and sit and that's down. That's what I love about the game. NFL is, is, you know, games are rare. They're not on every single day. It's it's Sunday, Monday, even those Thursday games, some of those stupid Thursday games. And I always, hate those, it's always a bad especially game. if it's the Eagles, then I have to make sure that I'm a home on time to watch the Eagles. Not this season. This season, I wasn't as pissed off, except for that New York game. That was on a on a Thursday, and they they came back and won that one. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, you know, it was, it was always you know a Sunday. You know, Monday you have that one game, but you expected that. But you don't want a Monday, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to keep on expanding the season. I just hate that. I hate the seventeenth game. I don't even like the expansion of the playoffs either. You know, I mean, like, like I've mentioned in the past, I mean, this is a very physical sport, obviously. And there's always that chance that players will get injured if you play those extra games. Yep. And, uh, you know, going to 17 games, this is just the beginning. You know, you move to 17. You know, back in the day, it was 14, then 16. Now 17. And getting rid of the, at least you're getting rid of a preseason game. You know, it's It'll only be three preseason Yeah, but nobody watches that games. shit anyways, and it's it's the backups that are playing. It's the I know, I love guys. it when the NFL says that, but we're getting rid of a preseason yeah. game. Yeah, nobody plays. Yeah, those. like Aaron Rodgers is out there in the, in <laughs> yeah. the fourth preseason game. He takes a snap, one yeah. snap. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I'd never agreed with, you know, expanding the season because of injuries. You know, the NFL makes a big deal about, you know, player safety, but it really shows that they don't really give a shit about players. It's all about the money. They just want to expand, make no. as much money as possible, which is, I mean, obviously. I mean, look at all the money that those players that, you know, Gonzaga and you see, look at how much money they made tonight. Yeah. I mean, clearly uh, yeah. we care about the player. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, the NFL. There's a lot of guys out there that don't make a lot of money. You know, I mean, there there are those you know key players that make a ton of money, but you hear about those guys. You know, it's it's the guys that you have on your feel good stories, Ben. The guys that make a million, two million dollars a year, which sounds like a lot of money, and it is. It is a lot of money, but. Once they get injured, if they're out of the league, that's basically the money that they're left with. And if they yep. don't, if you don't make wise decisions with that money, I mean, a lot of those guys are, you know, broke. Maybe, uh, not, maybe eventually, not, maybe not, but eventually, yeah, because they just they don't know life beyond football. They don't know how to invest their money. I mean, that's why Gronk is such a great story because he, he appears to be dumb as a stump, yeah. but he's never spent a dime of the, his salary. It's mm-hmm. all been endorsement deals how do you feel about it, though, and ben? supplemental income. I'm not as upset about the 17th game. I could live with that. I mean, there is a, a higher level of injury potential, but I think that the teams, especially the teams that are, you know, not going to make the playoffs as well as the teams that are, you know, have a nice seating in the playoffs can figure out a way to rest guys through the season to get that 17th game. I'm more concerned with the, with the NFL's expansion into Mondays, into more Thursdays, into more, you know, international games at times when people can't watch them to try to sort yeah. of expand. I woke up at six o'clock in the morning to yeah. watch the Eagles. But expand the, the, the NFL into multiple days of the week. I mean, obviously, they'll never touch those those Saturdays mm-hmm. during, the, during the NCAA season because they are not going to interfere with college football. But the way that they're you know, trying to sort of stretch the viewership out into the week more often, that bugs me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it, the, the beauty of football is it's on on Sundays. You look forward to that Monday game. Maybe the you know you have the playoffs in the you know on Saturday during during the the wild card round and the divisional round because you have you know you 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 only have so many time slots for the games and you can only have one game out at a time. But I just feel like this expansion into multiple days of the week is is yeah. is is a is a road they're going down that's going to continue to grow mm-hmm. over the years. They're going to be more international games this year. I don't I don't agree with that at all either. Yeah, you I know. think it's going to be one in. I think they're going back to Europe. I mean, and you know, the NBA is a global sport, and I mean, in the preseason, I think they go to China. I mean, uh, and I, you know, the NBA is huge in China. That's great that you do it in the off season, but you know, during the season. That's a lot of travel for the players. You know, I mean, yep. especially, I mean, just imagine like Seattle and just in general, just just Seattle or the West Coast teams when they have to travel to the East Coast. For them, that's a long, there's not, too, there's not as many West Coast teams as there are East Coast teams. And then to have to travel then to London, that's a whole different story. I mean, yeah, that's another, and the Concord is no more. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The Concord is no more. Yeah, maybe maybe Elon Musk could come up with a supersonic jet to, to get the, uh, he probably has to one. fly these teams he around because private. they made the dumb move of retiring the Concord, which could have got him could have got him there in four was it four hours to London? Yeah. Uh from four or five hours to from London. From Seattle? Yeah. Probably. I would say so. Well from New York it was what? How long was it from New York? I can't remember. I don't know. But it wasn't very long to get to it, London. Yeah, no. But I mean, you know, it's it's a it's it's a lot of wear and tear on these guys as if they don't have it difficult enough to drive I mean from from Washington to you know to New York or Washington to Miami, you know, to to be traveling all that distance or from LA to you know, the East Coast. And then, you know, like I think, uh, well, LA, I guess the, the West Coast teams more play in Mexico City. That's one of their games. But even that, too, I mean, it's you're playing at elevation. It, it's, it's I don't know. I, I never agreed with having regular season games outside of the U.S. I You know, it doesn't make any sort of sense for the players' sake. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, Franny, are you ready to move on? Let's move on. Next up, Franny. I don't know what to say about this one, but I know you're going to be happy about it. Am I taking a shot? Seattle locks up Lockett and should consider themselves lucky. 
I know you're a big like it. Tyler Lockett fan. <laughs> Hell yeah. The Seattle... Why wouldn't I be? So are you, Ben. I love Tyler Lockett. Man, Tyler Lockett's the most underrated receiver in the league. He Not makes anymore. absolutely no noise whatsoever. Not Well, you're lucky this week, at least for the shot so far. Although we, we will get we will get to some we will get to some oh, okay. but the Dallas Cowboys didn't do much this week. Yeah, the Seattle no. Seahawks are giving wide receiver Tyler Lockett a four year seventy million dollar sixty nine point two million dollar contract that includes thirty seven million dollars in fully guaranteed money. Lockett ranked seventh in NFL, in the NFL last season with a career high one hundred receptions and receiving touchdowns with ten while posting one thousand and fifty four yards. Lockett had been set to make thirteen point seven five mil. This year, on the final season of an extension he signed in 2018, but Friday, Tyler Lockett mm. finally getting the respect that he deserves. A big four-year, $70 million contract with almost $40 million in guaranteed money. Yeah. Finally, the guy that was doing cameos for us I just know. two years ago finally is getting the money cheap, that he deserves. It was a cheap cameo. Exactly. When Amari Cooper is out there making $18, 19000000 million a year, and this guy is doing nothing but you know, hauling down contested balls, scoring mm. touchdowns, and bailing Russell Wilson yeah. out time and time again. He's a good fucking dude. He seems like and a he's good... he's a fun receiver to watch. Yeah, I know. He's, he's one of the best receivers in the league, and he's not a prima donna. He doesn't make a lot of noise out there. He doesn't act like he's the best guy. He's not the guy out there saying, I am the best. I'm the best wide receiver out there, like a lot of wide receivers that claim to be the best. Uh, but he is definitely one of the best. He's one of the top... Oh, for sure. I would say top five. I mean, his hands are amazing. I mean, the guy, yeah. like you said, contested balls, whatever. He's fast. I Great mean, feet at the sideline, too. Yeah. I mean, he is, he's a wonderful receiver. A I mean, wonderful I, receiver. he's a wonderful receiver. You are wonderful. I, like, no, seriously, like the, the cameo, the cameo that he did for Sonya, I mean, it was like, it was heartfelt. You could feel yeah, for sure. how genuine that he was guy like lounging is. lounging on his couch. He's, he's a genuine fucking dude. Yeah, I and, agree. And, and I wish that guy all the best, and he did get the best, and good for him. He deserves that huge contract, and he's so much fun to watch, and great fucking hands. Yeah. Great hands. I mean, I'm really happy that the Seattle Seahawks were able to do this this year. It'd be great to have him on the podcast. Yeah. Because, but, but it'd be hard to talk to the guy on the podcast because we'd be, we, oh, the only thing we'd be doing is telling him how great he is as a wide receiver because not enough people give him credit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Franny, are you ready to move on? Yes. All right, Franny. Next up. You want to talk about a few of the NFL rule changes that are coming this year, Franny? Do we? I think we do. Uh, The elimination of overtime in preseason games will be on the agenda to be voted on. There will be no more overtime in preseason games. Uh, Here's another one. Uh, well, these are uh, I should I should preface this by saying that the competition committee is meeting and they will be voting on a number of these proposed rule changes uh, in the near future. And I wanted to hear Franny's take on some of these. Uh, obviously, I don't think either one of us cares about the elimination of preseason and yeah, or, no. uh, overtime. And I think we should eliminate preseason games, preseason games. Uh, but this one I thought was interesting, allowing a maximum of nine players. This is an increase in the setup zone, the 15 yard area behind their restraining line. When uh, when set up for a kickoff return, this proposal would make it a bit easier to recover onside kicks, a challenge that has grown harder and harder since the NFL's 2018 revamp of the kickoff. The Philadelphia Eagles proposed a more radical change, giving teams an option for one play to gain 15 yards to keep possession after a score. But similar suggestions have failed to receive votes in previous years. Friday, what do you think about making the onside kick a little bit easier? Um, 
I mean, why make it easier? I mean, that's the whole thing with with, uh, well, with onside you kicks. You can't get it. I mean, after I 2018, mean, but, it's been like it's been like three I, or four percent. I, but it should be easy. But it used to be like 15, 20 percent. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, you know, I don't like the changes that they made without um, with the offensive players unable to what start like, moving, start moving at all until the kick is made. I don't agree with that. Um, but as as far as you know, reducing the amount of players allowed to be on the line on the uh, uh, receiving side of the ball, I don't I don't think you should reduce the amount of players. I, you know, I think you should give the 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 receiving side the same amount of I, I don't know, like a equal e- equal opportunity, I guess, to you know grab the ball as as the kickoff side. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me why. Why make it easier for the kicking team than for the receiving team? Like yeah, you can, I, you I can stack. I think they should just like go back to stack, the way it was before. You can stack as many players as you want on the kicking team, but not on the receiving team. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I just either. think it should go back to the. I think they're yeah. trying to fix something that they already broke. Yeah, I think so. You know, just go back to the way it was before. Yeah. You know, allowing the players to move before the ball was kicked and mm-hmm. giving the at least giving the kicking team a chance. Yeah. I mean, unless you make a bonehead decision like the tight end for Green Bay in that Seattle yeah, well, playoff yeah. game that let them get to the Super Bowl that year. You know, if everybody does their job, it's still difficult to recover an outside mm-hmm. kick. But if you just make it, you know, change the rule back to the way that it was before, rather than yeah. making it so complicated and complex, I do. I don't mind the Philadelphia Eagles' uh, suggestion. Of why not a fourth to fifteen from the twenty-five yard line? You don't make it; they get the ball at wherever the dead ball spot is. Uh, I don't know about that. Fourth to fifteen. I know it's, it's fifty. It's, it's, it's fourth it's and fifteen. Yeah. And if you don't make it, you're giving would, them, them the ball it, potentially at the twenty-five yard line. Or I would closer. make it fourth and seventeen. 17? Four, and 15. Why 17? I don't know. Fourth and 15 seems a little too easy. 17? Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. 17 it is. But at least, but I, but I do 17 like, and a half. No, but that would make it a little bit more exciting, right? I I, 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 just, I just think it's, it's it's I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't agree with that at all. Really? Just, just go with the regular onside kick the way it was before. Well, I agree with that. Yeah. Just go back to the way it was in the past. Uh, Franny, you're going to like this one too. A significant restriction blocking below the waist. No blocks below the waist, five yards past the line of scrimmage, and two yards outside of the offensive tackle. So they're going to really start restricting the ability to block below the waist anywhere downfield, any more than five yards downfield or two yards outside the tackle box. I, I mean, I agree with that. I guess that's more safe. I mean, that's safer for the players. Yeah, right? but I mean, five because yards is not very far. It's not very field. far. It's not very far, but I mean, it's, it's going to reduce, you know, uh, knee injuries. You know, from you know those low blocks. I mean, I know there's already that 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 rule in place, yep. but you know there's some guys that are blocking just above the knee, but you can still you know sustain those types of injuries. Uh, next up, prohibiting playoff teams. For, I like this one. This is you know somebody had a grudge here. I can't remember <laughs> who it was. Prohibiting playoff teams from signing players who have been cut by teams whose seasons were complete. So in other words, if you didn't make the playoffs, or if you got knocked out of the playoffs and you cut a player. No playoff team that's currently in contention could sign that player. I don't agree with that. I mean, if if, if the if if the players release and they're on the market, you should be able to sign them. I, I think that's so, my yeah. opinion. I think so. Why? 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 Don't release them if you don't want yeah, anybody to pick them exactly. up. Exactly. And if if they're that bad that you're releasing releasing them, why would you be afraid of somebody else picking them up? Yeah, I mean that, that that's a that's a weird yeah that's a weird rule, and yeah, it's if, probably you know one one man's trash is another man's yeah. treasure. And it, and and if for some reason you're a cheap bastard and you don't want to spend money when you're in the playoffs, yeah. and another team does. That other team should, you know, if you're the Brown. Buccaneers and you want to go pick up Leonard Fournette, go pick up Antonio Leonard Fournette. Brown. Let's say Antonio Brown's, you know, sitting out there throwing gummy dicks at people. Yeah. Like, hey, 
You want a new job? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there, actually, he's negotiating with the uh, Buccaneers right now, but he's demanding a little bit more money, mm-hmm. and they haven't signed him yet. Uh, requiring teams to report shot? tryouts and visits. Is that it, almost a shot? No, uh, yeah, uh, fuck you, Antonio you, Brown. Let's yeah, do it. All right, all right. Fuck Antonio Brown. Actually, but I like Antonio Brown now. No, but you said fuck him. Yeah, I know. I had to, to do a shot. Too late. Yeah, but, no, he's, we, but if we, he's demanding we gotta, money. We got to do a punishment shot. But if fan. he's demanding more money now, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't know that he should be demanding more money now. And uh, I'll be, take a shot, too. I'll take a shot, too. I'm just going to say, you know what? Fuck the Dallas Cowboys. Exactly. You know, walking into Total Wine today, the manager over there is a Cowboys fan. And he told me that there was no a lot of Eagles Cowboys fan. fans around. I know, seriously, there was no Eagles fans allowed into the store. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And so I said, you know what? No Cowboys fans, motherfucker. No, and Friday, <laughs> why are we doing this shot? Now this is uh, this is our punishment shot. And and uh, you know, if, if I say anything negative about any team in my division, then I take a shot. If Ben says anything negative about a team in his division, which is the AFC, AFC North. And if Sonya says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, then she takes a shot. So, well, actually, we know we've expanded on Ben's punishment shot. If he says anything negative about Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, or any former Steelers player from, like, the last 30 years, then he takes a the shot. Last, that, that stretches him <laughs> out a little bit. Pretty much so. He takes a shot. But this is our punishment shot for tonight, Ben. And this is the Jim Beam Ugh. Orange. Better Ugh. than that root beer, Evan Williams, that we were drinking for. Ugh. Was it the Evan? No, it was the Ellington Reserve. Yeah, I think the, that's what it was. Even worse. Uh, so it was it's that better root than beer. this, actually. I think mm. this orange, not on cha, and uh, uh, no, 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 and bourbon do not go together. No, I, I, this is better than the root beer one. That, you there, think? There's something in there that just gives me a headache in the morning. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, it's straight corn syrup. <laughs> that's what it is. It's it's straight corn up syrup, corn syrup. Corn syrup and alcohol. All right, let's do it. All right, cheers to you, Ben, for a punishment shot. Cheers. Hmm. You know, it's funny. We're drinking quite a bit. We're drinking quite That's a bit. Uh, and tomorrow, I'm going to see you again, Ben, for Easter yeah, dinner. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. All right. We're going to be drinking more tomorrow. Oh, boy. I probably should have taken a day off on Monday. But you know what? Didn't happen. Yeah, so I mean, look, I'll be the one driving tomorrow. So I'll be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not going to drink a ton. But I mean, actually, you know, we always say that. But, you know. All right. Autopilot. Friday. Exactly. Yeah, I wish. Uh, next up, uh, requiring teams to report tryouts and visits to the league office throughout the year, regardless of when it occurs. I think that's fair. Mm. Yeah, you know, I don't know that anybody cares. Uh, so here's some team proposals. Franny, a proposal from the Ravens to add an eighth official who would have access to television replay. So this is the sky judge. Oh, it's like the... nobody else wants it. They want it. They're, they're going to have some hybrid where there's an eighth official that has access to video, but doesn't necessarily have the right to overrule anybody. Uh, but what do you think about a sky judge like they did in the XFL? No, it's the AAF, right? Uh, oh was yeah, it was the AAF. Yeah, yeah, you're was, right. Was, 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 the a- was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Was that what the league was called? That was, um, that was, that was great fun. Yeah, for a, sec- enjoyed, for a second there, it, yeah, was, it, it was, was popular for like a week or two, and then it went down down the drain. Um, but and, uh, I don't know about that either. I mean, I, I'd, they already have that sort of thing where like they, they go to the the judges in New York or whatever. For like the the reviews, yeah, but then it yeah. has this like conspiratorial yeah. sort of aura around it, where yeah. when the call doesn't go the right way, everybody blames the the um you know the omnipresent NFL in in New York and and yeah, but that's, uh, Al Riveron and but they have a conspiracy. Too. I'd rather have like a, just an eighth official that nobody knows. Yeah, that's just some official. Like a random. They should have a random fan chosen every week, like to well, watch. They like, probably know better more about the rules than the guy to, that would be the eighth guy judge. Like me or you, Ben? Like if they chose me or you or me and you. And I would love to do it. We're both in the booth 
and uh, you know we review these plays. If uh, it was if it was the Eagles, I'd be like, that's not a penalty. There's no pass uh, interference. No bias whatsoever. Pass interference. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> passed the line of scrimmage. I don't think so. Five yards down the <laughs> yeah, field. Oh, so. Didn't see it. Did I didn't see it. See it. But they really should bring an eighth official up in the box at the game. It shouldn't have to go to New York for the, and it, because it just plays on people's suspicions that there's some fix, that there's some conspiracy about yeah, it. Probably, and there's not. It's, it's just, fun it, to talk about. It's just poor officiating. It's just poor officiating in New York. Yeah, but it's poor officiating always in every game. And, you know, I don't know if there's if it's necessary to have that eighth official. I mean, we already have the the video reviews and, and Rivald. I mean, they, they, most of the time they make the right call. You know, and and uh, so I don't I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, and they I mean, are, if you want to pay another person money, then there you go. But and they are looking to you know uh, you know expand replay as well. So we'll mm-hmm. see how far they're willing to expand the replay rules. Yeah, I'm guessing they'll never bring back the pass interference rule. Is my best guess. See, I, I, didn't, think, I didn't disagree with that. I, I would have but kept they, it. They took it away. I would have kept. Yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I think it's a conspiracy. It, that is, <laughs> well, it was because they screwed it this up. This is so why badly. They screwed it up so bad. Yeah, I mean, it, Pete Carroll's just like throwing flags. In some throwing, games, Pete Carroll's like one of these yeah. is gonna one of these is gonna work. I'm gonna keep putting you guys on blast. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna keep throwing these flags. In, in some games, in some games, it's a penalty, and in others, it's not for the same type of penalty. It's a, yeah, that, yeah. They, but they, it wasn't was. the the replay of the pass interference that mm-hmm. was the problem. It was the their their the replay yeah. of the pass interference challenge yeah. that was the problem. That they weren't that they just essentially said nope, we're not gonna overrule any of these. Mm-hmm. And they I think they overruled one. Early or two on. early, early on, on the and then it was the rest of it was yeah. just no no they didn't overturn anything uh-huh. and that's they fucked it up that that we shouldn't have to deal with the drama and the the arguments about pass interference simply because the NFL couldn't effectuate it mm-hmm. effectuate effectuate to uh. illustrate <laughs> and delegate you know Ben you have a large vocabulary I think we talked about this it's not that large you know I I, I it's it's larger than mine yeah <laughs> That's not for by sure. much not by much uh, only, yeah, only my, so. my English I, I vocabulary think so. there are certain things that your you throw Croatian out. vocabulary there, is much larger than mine uh, thank God <laughs> <laughs> I've only been speaking it was my first language I guess um but yeah there there are certain things that you like certain things like um uh what was that one me and Sonia made fun of you about this on the podcast um God, I can't remember. I'll I'll, come, I'll I'll remember it by the end of the podcast. Whatever word it was, yeah. yeah I, that, that, those are the kind of friends you want. Uh, friends that make fun of you when you when you have a when you use large, no, it was, it was, larger, no, complex words. It was, it was words. like one of those what words is? that you haven't heard like uh, ever, like since like uh, probably the '60s when it was probably popular. Like when it was like like there are certain words that are used in a certain you know time. Like you know, there's like words I'm sure in the '60s and '70s that was more popular than they are now. God, I can't remember what it is. Yeah, uh, Friday goes to you know goes man. to kindergarten and like. Franny, you like Sto? <laughs> Nesna. <laughs> no, I, there was. What is that uh, mean? I mean God, that, I did I get that right? What? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's a good job, Ben. All right. Uh, I know some. I know some. I'll, That's I'll, like the I'll, extent of By the end of the podcast, hopefully I remember which word that was. We made fun of you about it. Yeah, but all you know, don't uh, you know? Don't let your friends. It almost sounds like don't let your friends convince you to have sounds, a smaller vocabulary. Out it there. almost sounds like defunct, but it was like. It, there was like a, there was almost like a fuck in there. There was almost like a something in there, where we kind of made fun of you about it. Um, yeah. fuck, there was, it was, it was like this, a, this is this is a sad state of affairs. Uh, Making fun of someone because they know a word. No, it, but it was an interesting word that neither of us knew what the hell you were talking about. Well, you know, uh, like, I, 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 I still think you have a I blame, word. I think you have a I blame word of the, the day. California public school system for that. Yeah, well, hey, <laughs> probably that's. <laughs> 
Um, but you know, it's, I think you really do have a word of the day calendar and every day you like flip through like every single day. Like today, I'm sure there was a new word and you used it. It was earlier. Uh, parsimonious. Parsimonious. What the hell is parsimonious? Frugal. Cheap. <laughs> but, Essentially careful like, with I your know, money. I know, what, I know what frugal is. I know what cheap is. But if I don't use the word, I'll forget it. But par- I don't use it to try to be smart. I use it so no, I don't I forget know, it. I, I, but parsimonious? Like well, I didn't. I didn't use it. Sounds, it I didn't it use sounds, it in a sentence. It I used sounds it. like somebody's name from England in the 1880s. Uh, that's true. Parsimonious. <laughs> but it's a good. It's a good word did you, to use. Did you let the cows out? Parsimonious. It sounds like. It sounds like somebody like I'm gonna. You will be marrying. Uh, you know Charles Parsimonious. <laughs> or parsim- with the parsim- the parsimonious boy. But it does. It does actually That's sound like a good family from down the road. They're very, very frugal. The parsimonian, <laughs> the pars, the parsimony. Now I don't even know yeah, what the I word mean, is. If there, if there are folks out there that know what parsimonious means, you know, I give you tons of credit. But when Ben said, it, "I'm like, what? What are you talking about?" I try to keep. It's like it's like working out. You got to try to keep your vocabulary. Was it perfect? No, it was it was perfect. And, and it's good at work. I can't too. remember the. I can't remember the word. Because if you we, do, we if you fun. use it, if you use it at work, people at work aren't going to make fun of you. They're just going to be like, they're going to pretend like they know what it is, or they're going to feel. Remain, or they're going to feel inadequate, and that's even better. And remain silent. Yeah, or they'll feel, yeah. or they'll feel like it, like oh damn, I should intimidated fuck with, a little I should fuck with this guy because he knows his vocabulary exactly. And that's another. <laughs> I'm just going to come up with fake fake words. It's another good benefit at work too, for sure. Because then people feel like, well, I don't know, this guy must be smart. Yeah, and that's well, you are smart, so it's a good weapon to use. I don't know what the fuck that word was. Well, well look, let's let me let me. Oh, for a second there, I probably pretend like I knew what it was. I'm like, ha ha ha. Let me let me look like the that. awkward ha 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 laugh. <laughs> I, I, hope I hope I'm right. I might even. Be yeah, you might, I might you, be wrong. Parsimonious. Unwilling, unwilling to, to spend, spend money. money or use resources. Oh, okay. Stingy or frugal. Okay, so you're, you're, you called me stingy or frugal. Okay. Well, uh, careful with your <laughs> careful with your money is what I said. I'm not careful enough with my money. Yeah, you're too careful with your money. I don't know. With bets, yes. With uh, that's true. But not with some other things, but yeah. definitely you're not. Uh, <laughs> why is this? You're not. Uh, all right, Friday, are you ready to move on? Yes, let's move on. I can't I, close I think, this. Why can't I close this? I think that that portion of the show went on a little too long. No problem. Well, you know, oh, it's Easter. Minutes in, it's minutes Easter. In, exactly. All right, real quick, Friday, do you want to, uh, let's talk about the <laughs> Football Outsiders head coach rankings for mm-hmm. 2020. I thought you might find this a little bit. We don't have to go through all of them, mm-hmm. uh, but this, according to Football Outsiders, a great, great website. Uh, this was through the end of uh, 2020 season through week 16, because obviously some of these coaches didn't make the playoffs, so they only ranked it through week 16. So, you know, Bruce Arians probably would have been put, a little bit I, higher. I definitely would put Matt, Matt, Matt LaFleur, number, number one. one. No, no. Because of that fourth down call in the playoffs? No, definitely not. Let's see. He go, uh, let's see. Best fourth down call for the season was tied, tied at 27 with 13-12 left. In the fourth quarter versus the Saints in week three, and they went on to win. No, yeah, but that's week three. In the playoffs, though, that was a terrible call. He fucked it up. Andy Reid, yeah. Number two, Andy. Well, yeah, now, of course, Andy Reid. You know, I mean, why? You know, just because he just because he let his backup quarterback (laughs) throw the ball for a first down in a in a what was that, a playoff game or the game leading up to the playoff uh, game? It was against uh, the Browns, I believe. Uh, Yeah, number two, he was the best fourth down call for Andy Reid was tied at 20. With 4.06 left in OT versus the Chargers in week two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Andy Reid comes in at number two. John Harbaugh comes in at number three. How do you feel about that, Ben? They're in your division. Uh, I think he's too conservative. Is I mean, he, I is think he parsimonious he, on that? He's parsimonious <laughs> with his offensive play calling. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually I think John Harbaugh is a solid coach. He's a very good coach. 
But I do think he, from time to time, is too cautious, not only with his, with his, you know, the decisions that he makes in-game, but his game I, I plan, think, just generally speaking, is too run-heavy, mm, too reliant on his defense. I, th- I think his best week was against the Steelers on that whatever day it was. I think it was that Wednesday game um, where he had his third stringers out there, and they put up a pretty good fight against the Steelers. I think that was his best game of the season. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And when he's forced, definitely... when he's forced to, uh, you know, improvise like that, I think he, he's he's really, you know, he does a good job. But I just think he's a little too conservative, mm-hmm. not just in his, you know, in his decision making, but in his overall game plan. I just don't think it's, I don't know that it's compatible with today's NFL, you know, to score enough points and hold on to the ball enough to get deep into the playoffs, regardless of who your quarterback is. I just mm-hmm. think it's a little too conservative. Uh, number four, Frank Reich. Well, Frank, your favorite, you know, you know how I feel about quarterback Frank Reich. winning and offensive even, coordinator yeah. Frank Reich. Yeah, uh, we'll see how it does next. Carson season Wentz's Carson new head Wentz. coach, Frank Reich. Uh, but no, I, I mean Frank Reich. Uh, great move by the Colts. I mean, I, I still miss Frank Reich in Philadelphia. He's, he's definitely a top ten guy in the league. Yeah, for sure. I think four might be a little high, but uh, number five, fair. Sean McDermott. Yeah, another former Eagles. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, you know, well, Assistant. the tree is long. Yeah. Uh, also, the problem man, I mean, is, it's, I mean, like, it was, it's like the giving tree in Philadelphia. He completely turned that franchise. I mean, ever since he came in, I mean, he completely turned the, the Bills around. So, I mean, he definitely deserves to be on this list. Yeah, it almost. Yeah, I think Philadelphia Eagles are like the giving tree of coaches that gave mm-hmm. away so many coaches. They're just a stump now. Yeah, we're down to the roots. They're down to the roots. <laughs> but I actually agree. I mean, I think Sean McDermott has a little bit, a little ways to go in terms of his, you know, decision making in game. Uh, but he deserves to be up there. Number six, Kevin Stefanski How taking the Browns that? to a playoff win. How do you feel about that, Ben? That's your division right there. <sighs> I don't. I mean, I'd love to criticize him, but what are you gonna? I mean, I mean, he 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 took this team, mm-hmm. uh, you know, almost almost to a division title. The Steelers, you know, were able to. They put up a good fight against the Steelers. You know, went the, eleven and zero. It was against the Chiefs. That I mean, it was. You know, they were there. Yeah, they beat the Steelers. They put up a good fight against the Chiefs. But, I mean, I, I'd love to criticize them and say horrible things about them. And I Chiefs? know I said it. Was the Chiefs, it, right? And I know or I predicted Bills. that they would. Do, yeah, it was one or the other. It was the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, I know I predicted that they would do poorly under Stefanski coming over from Minnesota. But apparently, you know, Jimmy Haslam and the Browns have changed their ways in terms of understanding analytics and play calling. And I think they had, a, I mean, you can't argue with the year that they had. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably, yeah. you know, had the Steelers had a little bit tougher schedule early on, you know, they probably would have won the division. Uh, next up, seven. Oh, Cliff Kingsbury coming in at number seven. Uh, you know, he had a good start to the season. Not a good finish this season. Uh, I'm not sure if he, if he deserves to be at, at number seven here. I mean, I, I think he should be maybe 10, 11, somewhere around there. You know, I'd Mike put him Tomlin, more like 15. They, they imploded down the Mike stretch. Mike Tomlin, on the other hand, which is number 8, he should Behind be... Behind Cliff Kingsbury. He should be in spot number 7 and not Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury should definitely be for a little bit further down this list. Yeah, he probably should be about 15. I mean, they imploded at the end of the season. They, they couldn't get they couldn't get yeah. anything right at the end yeah. of the season. Uh, Mike Tomlin coming in at number 8, as Franny said. I think it's a little... I think it's fair. I think it's fair, actually. And he probably fair. should flip flop with. with I mean, they, they, they I think did I think he go. could take Jim Harbaugh's spot. I don't know that Jim Harbaugh. They did go eleven and zero. They did go eleven and zero, and then they, and then the wheels they, fell off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and 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 also the chassis, and also the <laughs> the, the the tie rods and the, the engine struts completely blew. And the, whatever holds the engine compartment together, those you know the engine 
I think it was the struts. The, I used to know the name what? for the you know the things they, that hold they, the engine in there. The struts. I don't even. The know. Struts are in the ah, uh, suspension. Yeah, but like the the um, it's like those rubber whatever. Who cares? Yeah, struts are like gosh. <laughs> no, I know it's fancy like on, shocks. It's, yeah, but it's, I think yeah. Anywho, but what do you think about Mike Tomlin coming in a break? I, I think he should be at number seven. I think he did a good job this season. What do you think about Kyle Shanahan coming in at oh, nine? Oh, you know what? This list is fucking stupid. Kyle Shanahan you know, like Kyle at Kyle Shanahan nine. is fine. Kyle Shanahan is nine. I respect Kyle Shanahan and what he's done with the 49ers. Told you it was coming. But you scrolled down. That's why I didn't want to do a shot for Kevin Stefanski. You scrolled down to, I mean, like, number I 10, Mike, Mike McCarthy is McCarthy. number 10. Really? Mark, Mike McCarthy could not make the he playoffs. Be tw- he should be 29. In the worst division in football, and they have him at number 10? The worst really? division in professional sports. Uh, the, the, uh, he, uh, come on. This is worse than any division in, in Major League Baseball. This is worse than any division <laughs> in in, in the NBA. This guy. This is worse. This is worse than any division in Major League Soccer oh, in the United guy, States. Take a small shit. I'll right take one here. with you. I'll take one with you. That's yeah. why I didn't want to, you know, talk talk shit about. Uh, I didn't know Stefanski this was coming because I knew McCarthy was coming. Come on, McCarthy should not be in the top twenty. He should be beyond. <laughs> should, I know that's it's pathetic, right? He should be beyond the twenties. I mean, this is based on stats. You know, I mean, based come on, on you have the Giants who sucked. You have the Eagles who sucked. You have Washington who sucked. And you couldn't even make the playoffs? Playoffs? Even with Dak Prescott, they were two and three. Yep. You have your starting quarterback, and you go two and three in the worst division yep. in football, the worst division in, I don't even, uh, might be in a history. I mean, that, yeah, it's to a me, he's the, worst, he's the most overrated head coach in the NFL. Oh, bar none. my God. I mean, he had, he had Aaron Rodgers under center for how many years, and he managed to win one Super Bowl? This guy sucks, and the Dallas Cowboys suck this year. Do it. Good job. Take this orange. All right, we should move on after this. Because Raheem Morris? <sighs> Raheem Morris at 11. John Gruden at 12. Bruce Arians at 13. Super Bowl winning Bruce Arians. I think Ron Rivera should, he deserves more credit. Yeah, Ron Rivera at 14. I, given the train wreck that he inherited and the ownership mess Even over Mike there. Rable Mike Rabel. Mike Rabel at 15. Sean McVay, the pretty boy. The Doogie Hauser of head coaches over here coming in at 16. Sean, don't make me angry. Peyton oh, comes on. in Pete, at seventeen. Pete shouldn't be at eighteen. That's that's disrespectful. Pete, oh Pete, don't <laughs> Pete Carroll at eighteen. How is it Pete? He's made the playoffs ten years in a row exactly. and made the playoffs again and, this and they year. They put him at eighteen, and they have. Oh my god, this is this this is stupid. Zach Taylor at nineteen. Cincinnati Bengals completely fell I'm off sure, a cliff. I'm sure beyond twenties and and on. That's that's Matt probably Nagy, where everybody does. Mike deserve. Zimmer at twenty one. Doug Peterson at twenty two. He doesn't even deserve to be at twenty two. <laughs> Adam Gase at twenty three. Anthony Lynn at 24, he, he belongs lower. He belongs in the Adam Gase category. Yeah, belongs, uh, Brian Flores at 25. That's, Brian Flores at 25. is Bill Belichick stuff. should never be in. I, I don't care how bad your team he is. He didn't handle the adversity very well. I, I, but they still finished, what, 8-8 eight eight this season? 7-9. Seven 7-9, and nine. Seven and nine, whatever it was. But still, they finished better than the Dallas Cowboys. Right? Uh, that's true. That's true. But <laughs> and Brian- he's at 26. That's true. Bill Belichick should never finish out of the top ten yeah, in coaching be, ever. He should be higher. But Brian Flores at I don't 25. care. Even if he's one in sixteen, I'd be like, dude, this guy has some history. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but Brian Flores at twenty five, that's a snub. He should be much higher. Yeah. He turned that Miami Yeah, Dolphins Actually, team yeah, around. that is that is disrespectful right there. That's a snub because he's doing as good a job as he can possibly do with that team. Uh Vic Fangio. Yeah. Twenty seven, yeah, Romeo Rome. Cornell, twenty eight. Well, Look at Joe Judge coming in there. 29 behind Mike McCarthy. What did, he, what did he? I mean, like, I don't understand why. Why is he 29? But then the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy is. Yeah. I don't, I don't get. How, how does that make any sense? Yeah. And Matt Rule coming in at 30. 
He this, clearly did a good football job. Outsiders obviously doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, it's all numbers, man. It's all based on numbers. Um, Matt Rule coming in at 30. He should be much higher than that. His whole mm-hmm. team got hurt. Yeah, exactly. Doug Marone, he shouldn't even be on the list. That should be he should not be on any list. And Daryl Bevel well, coming in at 32. Yeah. What are you gonna do about that? <laughs> it's the D. That's stupid. Detroit that's a stupid Lions. list. I know. That's I knew terrible. Like, I knew that's, you'd like that. If 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 Charles Barkley was on the show, it'd be that's terrible. It is well, it was terrible. terrible. It was terrible. Mike McCarthy at 10. And then you have, you know, Doug Peterson further down the list. I mean, I, where does that make any sort of sense? Makes, like why? It makes they had sense. The, the, it was pretty much the same record. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Mike McCarthy's got more more uh, cachet. Yeah, no. More uh, no. energy coming his way. That. that just got me another shot. All right. Taking it. Well, funny. I already took the shot. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out yes. there. Thank you all to our new listeners as well list. as the listeners that have been with us for a long time. We truly, truly, truly appreciate all of you, each and every one of you, and could not and cannot thank you enough for everything that you've done for the show by taking time out of your busy schedule to give us a listen. We truly appreciate it. Since 2018, we've been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening today, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to the show, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.busbrow.com, or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Front, how many stars? Seven stars, Ben. Hit that seven star. <laughs> if you can't get to seven, make it five, but don't make it four or less. Please, we truly appreciate it. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person that you know or even someone that you don't know about our show and let them get it in their podcatcher. Take their phone and say, give me your podcatcher. What do you use? Do you use Spotify? I'll put it in there. Do you use CastBox? CastBox. I'll put it in there. Do you use you know, Apple Podcasts, I'll put it in there. Do you use Pocket Cast? I'll put it in there. What do you use? Do you use Overcast? I'll put it in there. Just help us out. Uh, you check us out on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music as well. We're listed in all of those directories as well. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our feel-good story. All right, folks. Hold tight. We'll be right back with our feel-good story. All right, and we are back with our feel-good story. And you know what my favorite part of the feel-good story has been? What's that? The lead-in music for the feel-good story. Unless it's a story about Aaron Rodgers. It's not. It's not. Okay. One per season. Then it's the the feel-good story music. One one per off-season. And why do we do this, though, Ben? Why do we have the feel-good story? Because there's so many prima donnas and problems and drama and egos around the NFL. It's nothing but I want more. I deserve more. You deserve less because I deserve more. I'm in trouble with the law. I'm in trouble with my, you know, ex-wife, my wife, my neighbors, my whatever. I'm speeding. I'm drunk driving. I'm doing all of these things uh, that make the news in the NFL. Uh, Not to say that some of these things aren't just, you know, regular run-of-the-mill types of mistakes, uh, but there's so much negativity, especially on ESPN and First Take and all of those types of show, all those types of, of programs and, and and the herd with Colin Coward. It's just negativity on top of negativity on top of negativity. Skip. 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 So let's talk about something positive. 
There's a lot of players and coaches around this league and teams around this league that are doing a lot of good. Oh, it's Mike Evans in their community. Oh, right. Yeah. So we I have, can get behind that. Yeah. Next this week we have Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A winter storm tore through Texas in February, causing destruction. Weeks and weeks later, Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans is still providing assistance. He recently donated fifty thousand dollars to help provide relief to those impacted by the storm. The Galveston community has been so supportive of me throughout my career, Evans explained. After I heard about the destruction the winter storm caused, I knew I had to do something to give that same support back. A Galveston native. Evans was a star player for Texas A&M before heading to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the seventh overall pick in the 2014 draft. According to TMZ, the money will be split up into two separate donations. The first, 37500 will go directly to families in need. The money will take the form of gift cards and food and other essential items. The remaining money will go to the Johnny Mitchell Boys and Girls Club of Galveston and St. Vincent's House to provide assistance to underserved children and families. We're so thankful for the foundation entrusted us with these much-needed funds for Galveston families, said Lindsay White, Executive Director of United Way of Galveston. Per the Galveston County Daily News, their decision to support our community as we're reeling from the compounded effects of the pandemic and the winter storm will have a huge impact impact on those that call Galveston home. Evans and his wife, Ashley, uh, created the Mike Evans Family Foundation in December of 2017. The charitable organization's goal is to support, empower, encourage, and motivate today's youth with an understanding that no goal is unattainable. We plan to give students a chance to reach the end zone of life, uh, the Evans Foundation says no matter who they are or where they come from. The Evans family has also found ways to make an impact in multiple communities since launching the foundation. For example, the organization announced in April of 2020 a $100,000 donation for COVID-19 relief. Half of this money went to the United Way Suncoast in support of efforts in the Tampa Bay region. The remaining money went to coronavirus relief efforts in the Galveston area. Mm. Uh, so this guy comes from Galveston, a community that's been ravaged, uh, by many, many terrible storms in the past, uh, wiped out in, in one terrible storm in the past, essentially wiped the place out. Uh, but going back, another guy that's going back to where he came from mm-hmm. to help. Franny, what say you? Yeah, and a lot of these guys, you know, they reach out to their you know communities and, uh, you know, they donate a ton of money to help out the community. And, uh, you know, good for Mike Evans. I mean, not only is he a great football player, but a great guy as well. Good for him for uh, donating all that money to his his community. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Uh, and I just... You I, can I re- see how excited I am about I, this. I truly... I mean, I just... I mean, <laughs> no, I re- it's, it's great. It's great. I, mean, I just appreciate when they go back to where they came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, because so... I mean, because so many of us, uh, not, not that I'm a football player, but so many people, mm-hmm. you know, go and leave their smaller communities to go off to the big city or to go off... Uh, and earn a living somewhere else, and I they mean, sort ben, of brain didn't, drain. Didn't you, didn't you donate to a recreation center out there? In I was, I was going to. I'm, as soon as I win the lottery, I am going to donate to a rec center to a community to community center in my hometown. But it is true. I mean, so many you know athletes, you know professionals. You have they, a one in seventy five million chance of winning the lottery. No, so. I have three because I I won the super <laughs> lotto, the mega millions. And the Powerball. This week? So I have a th- yeah. So I have oh, a wow. three and seventy five million you know, dollar. Or no, but the, million the Mega Millions is now two dollars a ticket. Uh, like is that for, the one that's two bucks? I think I think both of them are two bucks now. I think the 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 Powerball and the Mega are both two dollars now. Are they two dollars? I think so. I mean, I'm not like I'm buying fifty tickets. No, I'm not no, in there course, like yeah, yeah. you know like like oh man. I was I was today I was at, I was at like uh at the at the at the gas tickets, station couple tickets no but there was a guy who was like I want number seventeen 
I went number 18 because they're doing scratchers in there. I'm like, oh my God, come on. I just want to buy this thing. And they're like, and, and they, they, they're like, they're acting like they're in Vegas. It's like, dude, just get your shit. It's similar to Vegas. Just it get is gambling. Here. I mean, it's gambling, but see, like how addicted do you have to be to know which, like they know which number. I know like, they're like 10 bucks a piece now yeah, or 20 know, bucks seriously. a piece. Yeah. Seriously. When I was a kid, they were a dollar. I'd rather like pay. one scratcher, one dollar. You know, like $10 on like the Super Lotto or something. You know, I'd rather bet, you know, I mean, the odds of winning are not that great. The chances are not that great. But I'd rather, like, just, you know, pay $10 for, like, 10 Super Lotto picks than $10 on one scratcher where you could win maybe $50,000. Yeah. And the odds are still not that great. Yeah, but they're so, but it's immediate release. I like, guess. it's immediate. Those, it's immediate those, those people have a problem. Yeah, it's immediate. Uh, that's why I never buy those. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's like that immediate, ju- uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, when you when you feel that rush. So they get it's an immediate rush that they get from scratching it off. Like when mm-hmm. I buy a scratcher, I don't scratch them off. Yeah, I just scratch the area that has the code, uh, the and then I scan yeah. it. Yeah, because that's why I'm there. Like I, I don't need to like spend 20 minutes figuring out if I got a bingo. Yeah, but that's that. I think that's where they get more most of their gratification is just from like scratching it off. But that's not fun. It's not like craps or something. It's just I, scratching I, off numbers. Those people have problems. Yeah, that's yeah. To yeah. me, it's not fun scratching them off. It's just yeah. I want to know whether this ticket's a winner. Mm-hmm. If I want fun, I'll go to Vegas and play. Sit at the craps table or the blackjack table. We haven't been table. to Vegas in a while, Ben. Yeah, I'd love to go. As soon as yeah. as soon as everything is, you know, in Vegas, it's, I'm sure it's probably back to uh, normal. That's not quite what you would want. There, it there to might be, be a, there might be a a, a plexiglass, plexiglass divider between me and you at the at the craps table, but it's there. It is there, but it's missing the true Vegas experience. Vegas experience, mm. and and we'll you know we won't I won't share more than that, but it is yeah. missing, you know. The full, like, everything that, that you can do in Vegas that you can't do here mm. if you're out in a in an inside location. Yeah. Uh, and, and and that sort of, once all of that is back, definitely we'll be there. Uh, Friday was next about a big board. But good for Mike Evans. Okay. Yeah, next up on the big board, Ben, we have our shot. Of oh, the week. Take it away, our Friday. Easter inspired shot of the week. Our bloody bunnies, our silly wabbit shots of the week. They are hollowed out chocolate bunnies where I cut the heads off and inside of I the know, bodies. Blood. You, you, there's you, you, blood. I wanted to make it gory this time. Brings around. me back to my childhood. <laughs> yeah, so in the shots tonight. We have a very sweet shot, and I know you love these sweet shots. You hate those spicy ones, but tonight we have these sweet Ugh, shots. That's just like four weeks in a row. You. Five weeks in a row. We have the Kavanaugh. Next week, you're just going to dump a five-pound domino bag of sugar on my chair. Irish cream whiskey. We have the liqueur 43. We don't use the liqueur 43 enough, so Isn't I figured... Isn't that going a spritzer or something? What is that going? No, no, no. That's that's the uh, Aperol. No, this is the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the liqueur 43, which is a great liqueur out of Spain, I believe. And uh, it's it's uh, it's I think it's an herbal liqueur, but it has a very nice sweet citrusy flavor to it. Nice. Uh, and we also have some vodka in there as well to give it a little bit of that strength, a little bit of that spirit in there, so it's not overly sweet. Yeah. Um, so we have some bloody rabbit heads over here cut off from their poor little bodies, and a couple of straws to sip up the shots. Oh, you sip it up? Yep. You it's got a sippy a shot. Sippy shot. All right, let's sippy do it. Sippy shots, Ben. There and you are, you, and we still what have. What made you? And, and, and we should tell our audience out there that Franea does this every single yeah. year. This is our second Easter. Yeah. Uh, we'll be, we, we've done. Um, I think we did some Easter egg 
hollowed out Easter egg shots. Or no, I think it was also bunny shots. But they weren't bloody bunny shots yeah, like this. this. Definitely... I was I was actually looking for some eggs. When I walked into uh, Rite Aid today, there was almost like the shelves were completely empty with like oh, the Easter yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, everyone's trying to satisfy and, their kids that and, are at home. Exactly. And uh, so these were the only things left on the shelves. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go with some of these. And uh, so this wasn't really inspired by anything other than Easter. Usually I'll check out, you know, tipsy bartender to see what they have. Uh, but this time around, I just figured, you know what? We're just top, chop some heads off some bunnies, add some blood and make it look a little gory at the same time. All right, baby. Let's do this. Yeah, cheers so just, to you. just suck it out. Just uh, suck it out. Let's All see right. We're going to do this, folks. All right. Cheers to you, Ben. Hmm. That's actually pretty big. Those are, <laughs> those, are, those are some pretty big. Okay, there's more in there. These were some some of the larger bunnies that they had. Like, <laughs> wow, there's more alcohol in there than you. Uh, yeah. Did you finish it? Oh yeah! Oh, I didn't finish it yet. I'm, I'm still sipping. I'm, try, I'm trying to this do it like, like a shot. I'm this not, was like three shots. This isn't like a. This isn't like a, some. Uh, mm. It's this isn't uh, the country club. You got to suck though. that down. It tasted good though. It was. It was good. It was more spirity than I expected. Yeah, I've never. Yeah. I've never drank a a shot with well, through I mean, a straw. The, the, uh, the my allergies are. I can't like breathe through my nose, so I'm like I have this scratchy throat. But the Kavanaugh, uh, you know, whiskey. I think it's it's pretty close to forty percent yeah. plus the vodka, which is also it. about forty percent, and uh, and the liqueur forty three, which is also pretty close to forty percent alcohol. So those were very spirity uh, insides to that bunny. I'll say, yeah, this yeah. definitely. Uh, I appreciate this. It takes me back to my uh, my Ooh. childhood. We Ooh. used to we uh, we Man, had I, rabbits. Like, my 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 forehead is warming up right now <laughs> as it we was, speak. It was it was that was a good shot. That was a big shot. That was, that was a really, more than one I mean, shot it, right there. It was tangy. It was, it, was nice. it was actually sweet. It, it was, was sweet. creamy. That was a good shot, though. Um, and you could definitely the presentation. Taste the, vodka. the presentation. Oh, yeah. is beautiful. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, you can find these uh, pictures on on our Instagram and on our Twitter. On Instagram, we're Thirst and and on Instagram, we are. No, I mean on on Twitter, we are at Goal Thirst. Yes. Did I did I get that right? Yes. Did you I get did. that right? Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, you can you can definitely find uh, the photos, the images, and uh, Ben, I did. Uh, text them to you. Um, oh yes, let's I, see. I, let's see. Do I have I, all I, the photos? I, I did because uh, you know what <laughs> you did. I haven't uh, checked my phone recently. Oh okay, because uh, you know at uh, a couple weeks back you're like, did, oh bro, did you send me those pictures, motherfucker? <laughs> I know, I'm sitting out here like, all right, all right. Uh, eventually, trying to wrap this up. <laughs> trying to wrap this up. Uh, but yeah, when I was a kid, Friday we raised rabbits. We had rabbits in cages. That uh, was a good life lesson for the little Ben, L- little young Ben. Uh, when my dad was still alive, we raised rabbits uh, because we didn't have tons of money, and we raised rabbits, and then we uh, we killed those rabbits and ate and those rabbits, made did stew. You, did you drink alcohol out of their carcasses? We did not. We did not. But oh, but okay. the eye, the eye missing, actually took me back. To, yeah, that that right there. Uh, what the rabbits' that eyes right there, do yeah. when you shoot them in the head. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. so, so thank you for <laughs> is, for that visual yeah, right yeah. there. Maybe we should smash the head so you can make. Yeah, I can make it look more like your childhood right there. <laughs> uh, but it was, uh, yeah, it was an interesting uh, life lesson. Let's I, put it that way. I had a rabbit once. They're they're gamey. Uh, I, not if you raise them yourself. If you raise yeah. them yourself and you let them graze in the yard as opposed to just giving them like whatever food. Uh-huh. So we would let them out and we'd play with them. And it sounds kind of morbid now that I'm explaining yeah, yeah. it, but we would you want, play you with them. You want to eat some of the the head right there? You want to take a bite out of the ear? Uh, I will at some point for <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, we made stew out of them. They weren't particularly gamey because they had a lot of, I mean, they were more like 
grass-fed free-range rabbits. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but they were, yeah. I mean, it's uh, shooting a rabbit when you're, uh, you know, eight-year-old boy is not always. Uh, hey, good aim. Yeah. Well, it's not really. You just put your foot on it and shoot it in the head. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but you know, but it was, it was a, it was a lesson. Like if I was going to eat it, then I had to. Yeah, of course. You know, learn how yeah. the, the sausage is made, as they yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, most people I go to the, the supermarket and buy bacon or a steak or any one of those things. I mean, it 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 was an animal at one point. I mean, we only see the end result in the packaging, but at one point that that was an animal. But you know, you, that's where it comes from. You yeah, know, you, you you it was an animal at one point. Yeah, slaughtering pigs is not a lot of fun either. But, I remember, uh, I remember uh, being in Croatia way back in the day when i was just a little boy i remember them um it was uh it was a sheep or a goat i can't i don't know it could have been either one um but they just you know slit the throat and they just let it bleed out and it was just like oh that's that's pretty interesting i've seen i've seen a head cut off of a chicken in croatia as well you know that's 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 what you're eating i mean most people that go to the grocery store they just buy the meat that's there in packaging but yeah, it, it should it be a, it should be a regulation. If you're yeah. going to eat it, you should have to go and. At and least... most people, most people would be uh, vegetarians if they had to kill it themselves. Yeah, because the older you get, I mean, when I was a kid, now thinking about you know, because with the pigs and the sheep, you shoot it, you slice the throat, then you. I mean, if you're if you're lucky enough to have the chain, you string mm-hmm, it up really mm-hmm. hot. You, know, you string it up, and hang it so the blood drains out, so that the meat doesn't get yeah. tainted by the blood. And if you, but the older I get, the like, there's literally a wooden. A uh, wooden stake in my front yard where I buried a uh, a dove that my dog killed because I felt so bad that the dog had killed one of the doves that you know mm-hmm. doves mate for life. So there's had... some lonely dove out there now because of my dog. Oh man! But I I literally instead of putting it in the trash, I <laughs> I buried it in the yard. Hey, that that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. Uh, I just you know the older I get, the less stomach I have for yeah you know for 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 killing yeah, and exactly for, for death I'd, generally I'd, I'd speaking. Rather just buy it off the shelf you know we're getting you, there i, you, you, I, I you went enjoy. two days this week without eating meat i i eat meat every every yeah, day i went yeah sonny and i went two days we didn't have any i had eggs the pepperoni on the pizza we had earlier ben yeah that, that counts that, that pepperoni was an animal yeah oh for sure <laughs> i didn't say it was today uh, but there were two days this week where i, I only had eggs and i didn't have any uh uh-huh. any any red meat of any kind uh-huh i should probably do more of that i i eat way too much protein what's well, better for you I mean, it's yeah, I know. I it's know. Even regardless of how you feel about you know yeah. animals or whatever, I mean, health wise, it's not good to eat. Meat. Yeah, but the proteins, the proteins really help the guns. That's true. That's sun, true. But so does the so does out guns. So out. does the whey and the, <laughs> yeah. and the soy and the what is the whatever the other meat is so good. Whatever. What are the other proteins that they? It's whey protein and it's like there's another one there's that a, they sell. Yeah, right, there's another one out there. I can't. I, I, I can't remember. What that the guys at the gym, they're just yeah. mixing it up with hey, it, bro. Know? Did you get your proteins in? Yeah, they should. Uh, we're gonna. We should come up with the uh, the 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 whey protein challenge, like the cinnamon challenge. How much whey protein can you put in your mouth raw, without <laughs> oh, any liquid, and see how much uh, of that you can get down in your stomach? It's like choke on it. Oh my god! All right, Friday. We probably, I I have probably beat this one to death. What's yeah, this I, I a big think board? so. We're talking about actual dead bunnies. Now I feel bad about cutting the heads off these chocolate bunnies. No, the chocolate bunnies are all right. No, no, no. Real bunnies were harmed. Actually, something was probably harmed to make this bunny. <laughs> there's probably some kind of something was harmed to make this. There's probably some animal product in there. An actual bunny. Uh, next up on the big board, what, what, what actually bunny what, oil? Where would you rate this oh, that's shot? We didn't do that. Yeah. Let, me, let me write this down. So yeah, I, can I know. Yeah, you yeah, later. exactly. I will get confused. I'm sure. I would give this. 
a seven. Only because I couldn't drink it all at once. See, I would no. Well, I would give it an eight because the oh, yeah. your own shot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> no, there have been some bad shots, uh, but this shot, the flavor on its own is still, I would say, an eight. If it was like a regular size shot, this was quite a large yeah, shot. The, the flavor, and it's sad to see the blood on the carrot too. That yeah. poor bunny was about to eat that carrot, but I would give it an A, but just because of the flavor, I think it was it was sweet, but at the same time, it had enough spiritiness it to did. give it that sort of you know shot sort of potency. Um, so I would say that's 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 an eight for me. Yeah, sweet it, but potent. Yeah, it's hard for me to go above a seven with the sweet shots. <laughs> I'm trying to. All right, get next more week, of the spicy shots. Next week, it's gonna be more warm weather. I and hope so. And we will actually might be a little bit cooler than this weekend, but we'll have a spicy shot just for you, Ben. Thank you. Yeah, it is yes. supposed to cool down. Yes, because the last bit. couple of weeks we've had some some sweet shots. So yeah. What is next up on the big board? Oh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our distillery history. We're gonna talk a little bit about Buna Bin. Oh, how do you say it, actually, Frontline? How do you say hey, the name not, of this particular? How do you not know how to say this, Ben? I don't know. <laughs> we are so well versed in the in the uh, vocabulary now. Of, I know we should be, or I should be of, at least, of the Scottish whiskey, of well, the yeah, Scottish, we, uh, of the Sc- of the Scotch, of the Scotch actually, of the Scotch. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we love, uh, love, uh, love. I think it's Boonabin. Boonabin. Uh We love you the. Just have to say it really quickly. Distilleries of the island of Islay off Scotland. They have some beautiful, love beautiful, peated uh, and smoky scotches. Off the island on uh, on Islay, off Scotland, and we've gone through and uh, given you a history on several of the distilleries. Yeah. Uh, we've we've talked about like Ardbeg, we've talked about Lagavulin, we've talked about Balmorie, we've talked about uh, Brookledick. I probably said that wrong. Probably right. Uh, and this week we're going to talk about Bunahabin or Bunahabin. Uh, this is the most remote distillery on Islay, so I love it already. Uh, uh, water. Bunahabin <laughs> sits on the far. Northeast coast, past Port Askeg and Ardenhoe, only a few miles from the end of the island, surrounded by shipwrecks and rocky beaches. It is a far-flung and rugged area of the island. Mm-mm-mm. The journey along the winding road from Port Askeg would be worth the trip, even if there wasn't a warm welcome and a glass of whiskey waiting at the end. Fronting, this was founded in 1881. The distillery sits in the village of Bunaman, Established to house the distillery's workers, a self-contained and isolated place, almost entirely focused on whiskey. For years, it was Isla's least known whiskey, but more recently it has been booming thanks to more attention from owners from the owners on official bottlings and a run of excellent independently bottled drams. While it is best known for its unpeated whiskey, Produced there since maltings closed in 1963, it has been producing small amounts of the smoky spirit, originally destined for black bottle and other blends for years. The smoky mate, named Margadam, after a nearby ruined village, once Islay's busiest trading post, has boosted the distillery's prominence on Islay and introduced many more drinkers to both its peated and unpeated whiskeys. The spirit character... From 1964 to 1997, Bonavin produced an unpeated spirit with very foray, very few forays into smoky whiskey. However, the demand for peated whiskey, thanks to Franny and myself, yeah. is rising. Mm. The distillery has more recently began to produce a very well 
heavily or very well received heavily peated spirit in addition to its traditional make with relatively long fermentation times the distillery's unpeated output is soft and fruity marrying well with sherry and bourbon casks alike (laughs) the bourbon casks very very rare hard to find a bourbon cask not easy yeah i mean you really in the wild no not not easy at all they're almost like petrified wood you have to go to a very cold stream to find What's left of the wood, the boobin wood. Yeah, the boobin wood. That, that's very, you know, one's yeah, no, prized. It's very, very milky. Yeah. Very creamy. It's very creamy, milky yeah, wood. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it almost imparts a, a a protein, and there's a lot of vitamin D I would you say get so, from yeah. the boobin wood. Yeah, that boobin wood is it, very difficult to find. But once you do, you definitely you, you wanna, hold on to it. You want to suckle that. That's why that's why Boonabin is over here in the corner of yeah, the island. Yeah. They don't want anyone to shipwrecks. get the boobin wood. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Boonabin. Uh, 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 see, t- t- like, t- how, how do these motherfuckers know about all this? Yeah, the, the name. How of the fuck do these motherfuckers <laughs> know about this? All the way and sitting in Los Angeles. The name <laughs> of these fucking been... microphones doing their podcast. <laughs> With and my hair's not even red. Uh, water source and one of the names used for smoky spirit produced at the distillery uh, called Margandale. Uh, it's peated at thirty-five to forty-five ppm. MA or Margandale is smoky and robust, although there is often a mineral. Flintiness akin to the distillery's neighbor, Keola. Mm, which, which we talked about last which week. We talked right? about last yeah. week. But, Franny, what say you about Bunabin? Uh, well, I mean, so far we've only had one, I believe, one offering from Bunabin. And it was, uh, it was good because I lost my bet to you, Ben. I bet against the box. I knew every I should have bet it. Well, you wouldn't, I know, have yeah. you wouldn't have bet on your No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm always, you know, betting on the favorites. Um, but. Uh, no, I mean, you're with, parsimonious with, with, with your betting. <laughs> I am. I, I really am very parsimonious with my betting. Uh, but with, with any, um, you know, scotch that comes from the island of Isla, we've enjoyed every single oh, thing sure. so far. And, you know, I'm not sure what you have coming up for us in the next few episodes, Ben, but we should probably talk about Jura too. I mean, we've also uh, had a scotch from Jura as well, one of the islands sitting off of Scotland as well. Um, so. All good. I, I, I mean, I love the uh, the peatiness, the smokiness. Actually, the the Bunabin, maybe not as it wasn't as, the one that we had as wasn't as smoky, smoky as some of the yeah. other ones, but still, you know, just the flavor profile, oh, for the, sure. the 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 body, the I mean, just the flavor in in any one of these. Uh, Scotches. Yeah, send me the name of anyone you wanted to talk about. We'll probably wrap it up. Exquisite. Absolutely. Exquisite. Exquisite. We're going to wrap it up with Ardenho next week for, for Isley Scotches. What did you call me? <laughs> what did you call me? Ardenho. And we're going to, uh, we'll do. Uh, I don't think we've had anything from Ardenho. So. It was Ardenho. Yeah, they don't have a release that's, anything. That's yet. that one. That's, that's the one that's oh, brand new. Man. Jeez. So we won't. Uh, and then I'm going to do Glenn Livet for Franny. Yep. And then after that, we'll probably take a break from the distiller history and then determine who we're going to talk about. On the island, but we just wanted to give you at least the background on the Islas and the Glen Livet because Franny loves Glen Livet. Well, how do you feel about the Islas, Ben? Oh, I love the Islas. I, I mean, you, I, you I, had I, you had a relationship, yeah, for I went, a time with Ardbeg. Oh, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I was talking about it with my brother today. I mean, it's it's. You talked about her. I did. I talked about. It. I mean, I, we were talking. Like you know, Ben, you have I, to forget about her. She moved on. She moved on. <laughs> we started with the bourbons, and I'm like, well, bourbon's a bourbon. You taste a bourbon. You taste one bourbon. You taste all bourbons. Yeah. I mean, some are better than others, but it's not like. You know, it's not light yeah, years apart. But there are these islas. Yeah, then you take, then you go to a rock. You're like, ooh, this is a little bit better. Yeah, this is, this has got spice. some flavor. This, this girl. Then has you some go to spice. Scotch, you know, and you you test out the, you know, the twelves, the Glen Levitts, and the Glen Fittiches, yeah, and the the mainland stuff. The mainland, you know, from the Highlands and from the Space Side, and you're like, oh, okay, this is all right. And then you try the 
Islas. Yeah, and then once you try the Islas, she got you hooked. You can't go back. She once got you, you try hooked, the right? Ardbegs, once you try, like, why does she call me back? Yeah, once you try the Port Charlotte's from from Brooklyn Ditch, and you know you try some of these, you try the Lagavulin, you try you know uh, the, some of the other line, the the Ardbeg, the the Wee Beastie, you try the oh, the, the Yugadal, you try the Cory Vrecken, you try some of the other ones that they have. And you just can't go back. Yeah, the back. wee beastie, she was hot. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, she was and awesome. And you just can't go back. I mean, that, that's, that's short term. That's it. You know, it's like, I want you, but hey, you're short term. Yeah, you're short term. <laughs> Only five years. That's, that's <laughs> as much as I'm going to give you. Yeah, and there's some other ones. You know, we tried the, the Balvenie 21, which was really, really good. But it's not an Isla. It's not an Isla. But to, tr- but to get me really hooked on a scotch that isn't, you know, a peated smoky scotch from Isla, it's got to be really effing first, good. You're though, Ben. Your first, the Ardbeg Ten. Oh, the Ardbeg Ten. Yeah, I mean that's the. I mean that's the. I mean that and like a Vulan are probably. If you're gonna start somewhere, 10, start there. The Ardbeg Ten really hits you in the mouth. If you want to start even, with even the, the oh yeah for sure. But yeah, the Balmory yeah. was good. I mean that's a night. Nice, and then there was uh, yeah. Lefroig. Even Lefroig was pretty good. No, I mean they're all fucking delicious. But uh, but Lefroig's not. Wait, are they? But they're not Isla. Are they Isla? They are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the Ardbeg. Ten. That's where it all started. Oh, that's where it all started. That's where the love affair. I loved it so much. I didn't all... even like it. Exactly. I loved it we so didn't much. Know I how didn't much like it. We liked it until and you... I forced it down my throat. Even in Prague, I was like, I'm gonna yeah. fucking. Well, I like I mean, this. God, I like it. God it, damn it. It's, it's not ideal when it's you know still ninety degrees outside and there's about ninety percent humidity and you're drinking an Isla in a bar. That, where that there's point, no air conditioning, but at that point I still didn't like it. Yeah, no, but you didn't. But, but you, I knew you, I was you, going. You to. wanted to man up. You wanted to show me in sun. You were you were the man. I'm gonna. But drink I this. knew I was going to. It was almost like drinking beer as like a 15 year old. I'm like, I know, I hate this, but I know I'm gonna like it eventually. And when I finally clicked, I was like, Yeah, but with with the uh, you know with the scotches from Bunabin. I mean, obviously, I want to try you know more offerings that they have, uh, but they are pricey. You know, and, and and like me and Ben mentioned earlier in the podcast, that's not parsimonious. It's just being smart with your money. Uh, <laughs> no, that's 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 what a parsimonious no, person with, says with, with, in, with, in response to someone who calls them parsimonious. But with with Bunabin, I mean, their offerings are a little bit higher in price compared to some of the other Isla scotches. That is true, and I definitely do want to try it, other scotches. But like we mentioned, we're not sponsored by anybody. But if Bunabin not wants yet. to sponsor us. Man, we will drink all of your scotches. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they got a nice, they got a black. Oh, my God. It looks so good. So is Ardbeg. Yeah, they had a 26-year. They have a 26-year that's only about 150 bucks, 160 bucks. Really? No. That's yep. about, no. Yeah, the Buna, Bunabin. Really? Uh, they have it a total wine. It's like a 20, it's like a 20, 20 year. It's only like, it's less than 200 bucks. I don't believe you. Well, go to total, you've, you you will be in total wine shortly. I I do. <laughs> I know everybody there. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's in the case. I don't a twenty something year old. Yeah, uh, but the reason I didn't buy it because I'm like, well, this price seems too low. That does seem kind of low. And I don't. Are you sure? Positive. Wow. Okay. I don't. I still don't believe you. But um, I definitely would try. It. Let's, let's let's look it up. Let's look it up. Let's let's pull it up on Google right now and see the Buna bin. Twenty me... some year old. I don't think so. I mean, because most of the tens and twelve years are are around sixty or seventy dollars. Let's look this up. Now we've turned into uh, we've turned into whatever the, the we've turned into see, oh, the, see the eighteen. The eighteen is one sixty seven. Oh, maybe it's the eighteen. Maybe it's the eighteen. Even that's you know one seventy. You know, if 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 they want to sponsor us, we'll definitely drink it. Uh, maybe, but I don't think it was the eighteen. 
I don't think it was the 18. Sort mm. by. I think what's price the price highest first? What's the first? The farthest? No, the 20. Look at that. Now, oh, come on. The 25 year old is $900. Oh, maybe it was the 18 year then. Yeah, it was only okay. 150 Yeah. Which seems low for, for a it, really nice Isla Scotch like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. I don't know. I don't. I feel like there was another one. Nope. Uh, well, but the 25 year old is $900. Yeah. Let's do that. Damn. Yeah, let's do that. That's that's a lot of money right there. Yeah, that's like that's like there's no. Yeah, way. no, I'm not doing Friday, that. Friday would he, if he won the Mega Millions, he still wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy it. I, I would still buy. I'd buy the 18 year. I'd buy. He, I'd buy two 18. He could years. be 97 years old with 40 million dollars in the bank, and he'd be like, man, no, I want to. I, I, I want to. Uh, <laughs> this seems like an unreasonable. I'm very parsimonious, but it seems like an unreasonable purchase the, here. I, I, well, I, I have a year to live, but still. This seems like an unreasonable purchase. You could purchase. buy like five or six bottles of the 18 year and still a, be under Got a Mazda sitting on. in the driveway with $400 million in the bank. Well, I would do that, that. that. That BMW 6, uh, M6, or it seems like a little, it seems a little much. Seems I'll buy it used. That Tesla model, it seems that the, the Roadster, maybe it's a little much. Maybe I'll go with the Miata instead. <laughs> <laughs> and the second he croaks, the money's gone. Whoever he, whoever he gave it to, his money's gone. Hey, that is a crazy amount of money right there. $900 for a 25-year-old bottle of scotch. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, someday. 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 Uh, someday never. Someday never. <laughs> That's how you know your parsimony That's is crazy. If you can, if you can, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it yourself. If you can't afford you it, you wouldn't do it yourself. If you can't afford it without impacting your life in any way, shape, or form. For, but it's not and, worth it because that's, I would just that's, be like, that's, that's I'd be like, you know what? I'd rather buy a $150 bottle of the Buna Bay 18 year and then I'd rather give $300 to my community like Mike Evans. Yeah, but that's the that's the definition of parsimonious. Even though you can afford it and it won't impact your life in any way ever, I'd rather give it you to still somebody. still don't do it. I'd rather give it to somebody that needs it. But I'm not going to sip away $900 of liquid. Yeah, well, yes, yeah. you should. You should give away the money, some money, and also buy that. If I had that much money, yeah. Even if you, you would, yeah. it would be tough. I mean, they should sponsor us. They, well, I, I agree. <laughs> Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben is our beverage of the week, and this week we have a rye. It's the Pikesville 110 proof straight rye whiskey. All right, you want to take a quick break, Let's and we'll be right break. back with our Pikesville rye. All right, I love that lead-in music right there, Ben. Bro! <laughs> Coming to you live from Munich! <laughs> Germany! Deutschland! Yeah, they don't do that in Munich. Probably in Berlin. I'm sure they do, I'm sure they do. <laughs> Munich. Your house is not at a... Your house is at a... It is at a... 87 degree angle to my house. It is not 90 degrees. You must move your entire house to make it 90 degrees. You liar! It is not directly parallel. All right, we have our beverage of the week. Like I mentioned, it's a Pikesville 110 proof. And I've seen the Pikesville plenty of times on Instagram. There's a lot of folks that love this Pikesville. It is a rye. And me and you, Ben, we prefer the rye over the bourbons, that that sort of spiciness that it gives you on the tongue. Oh, for sure. All right, this is love. the Pikesville rye from... Heaven Hill Distillery down in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. The Pikesville Rye, first produced in Maryland in the 1890s, 
Pikesville rye, along with the rest of the once booming Maryland rye industry, was shuttered by Prohibition. Prohibition! The brand reemerged after Prohibition and became the last standing Maryland rye, as the rest of the industry production had ceased. Now produced in Kentucky from extra-aged barrels stored in prime warehouse locations, Heaven Hill Distillery keeps this historic Maryland mark alive. A couple awards for this particular rye. It won double gold in the San Francisco World Spirits Competition in 2019. It won the WSWA Spirits Tasting Competition double gold in 2019 as well. The tasting notes are color pale copper, the aroma, dusty cocoa notes with oaky smoky underneath, or oaky smoke underneath. The taste is dry and spicy with honeyed rye and cloves. The finish is soft vanilla and baking spices. Interesting. So uh, the color pale copper, I think it's more of a dark copper, more of a copper copper. It's, It's a dark copper color. Yeah, I'm not sure if, if I agree with that particular <clears throat> description. Uh, so the aroma front is dusty cocoa notes with oaky smoke underneath. The taste is dry and spicy with honeyed rye and cloves. And the finish Man. is soft vanilla, soft vanilla and baking spices. It smells spices. good. On the nose band was your, was your glass right there. But look at him. Look at him. It's pouring, been chilling. It's been him chilling outside. Look at him pouring it right on top of the barrel front. On the table right here. You have here. a barrel. You have a barrel About top. Still over 60 degrees outside right now. Is it really? Why do I have a hat on then? I don't know. 63. It's 63 degrees, Ben. I am a You're wimp. from upstate New York. I'm not shooting. This is like I'm not shooting rabbits with my snowsuit anymore. This is apparently. daytime. This is daytime weather right now in upstate New York. This time of year, uh, I talked to my brother in Delaware. It was 40 today. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, the nose is nice. Oh man, this smells. I would really say the color good. is a little deeper copper, though. It's not a pale copper, more of a deep copper. Yeah. Uh, the aroma. Uh, it's, I mean, it's smoky. It's spicy. It's woody. Mm. It's sweet. Yeah, dusty cocoa there's notes. There's some vanilla with in there. Smoke underneath. There's there's a little bit of smoke. But it's, it's 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 that woody smokiness on there. I do get the smoke. I do get a little uh, bit of the chocolate. But it smells really nice though on the nose. I'm also getting a little there's bit a little of a bit pear. Of burn. A little bit of burn. Oh, there's definitely a, there's a lot of burn. But I think I'm getting a little pear. Stone fruit. No, Are you getting a stone fruit? <laughs> no, no rock fruit, no boulder fruit, but I am getting a little pear. Uh, on the nose, it smells really good, though. I wonder why I'm getting the pear. I'm getting a little sweetness, though. I, I am getting a little bit of the sweetness on the nose. The taste is supposed to be dry and spicy with honeyed rye and cloves. Hmm. There's a scent there. Can't quite get. It's actually what it a is. really. I can't quite get what that for is. For a reasonably though. priced rye, it's got a nice it's nose. It's very reasonably. It's, got it's, a, it's just around thirty dollars for this it's got rye, a really and a lot of ryes nice are nose. higher in price. But you know, the reason I picked this one up because I did see a lot of people, you know, posting Pikesville on their Instagram, and so I figured, you know what, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for us, Ben. Oh, for sure. I mean, I just, I really like the nose. I mean, the nose, I mean, the color is beautiful, but we don't know how much of the color is. A little bit of red apple. You know, how much of the color is actual color and how much is, you know, a little bit of uh, Mm -hmm. artificial coloring in there. Well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's let's give it a shot. Let's see how it tastes. But it, it, I mean, it smells delicious. I 
Oh, boom, boom, boom. This burns your lips, which is nice. Oh, that's nice. But it has a it's nice. It's actually got a nice dry it's, it's a, spice to it. It does have a, a, a dryness to it that other ryes have not had. But that nice spicy finish on the back of the throat. And that it doesn't sweetness, hang out too much. It's not creamy at that all. Sweetness on the middle portion of the tongue as well, which is really Ooh, nice. That's not, no, it is not creamy in the least. Mm-mm. It doesn't, even, it doesn't even try to be creamy. It is. Wow. That is. But I'm, I'm getting like a, a red apple sweetness to it that finishes with a spice and a little bit of harshness as well. Uh, I mean, for a rye that's, you know, 30 bucks. Yeah, I get a little sweetness. And I'm not sure if it's honey. I mean, it could be a little bit of caramel, it's not bad maybe. At all. I mean, it has, has a nice bit of complexity to it. Mm, a little caramel in there, too. Hmm? Am I, maybe I'm not maybe I'm not catching that right, but I feel a little bit of a it's almost like a little candied caramel in there. And I get the cloves for sure. The cloves are heavy. Mm-hmm. I get those cloves at the end. I'm not getting that. Oh yeah. Oh I mean yeah. I get the cloves. Oh yeah. I definitely the cloves are there. Oh, they are definitely there. <laughs> Seamus. <laughs> I, was, I was actually trying to do it like a North Dakota can, accent. <laughs> can you get me the cloves off the tree, please? It's next to the juniper, sir. <laughs> mm. Mm. On the, I mean, just the, the just the nose. I'm just 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 swirling this in your cup and just oh, sniffing nice. on it. Man, that is some. Oh, there's Sonia right there. I'm I'm wondering. I'm like wondering who you're looking at behind me, and it's it's Sonia. Oh, you haven't done the shot. Yet. We haven't done. When we did the shot. We're yeah, we did the shot, shot Sonia. Uh, it's very good, but, very uh, alcohol. But you did have a, a little lot bit more of, alcohol. You did expected. have a little bit of the Pikesville earlier on tonight. I did. How did you feel? Uh, Speak it to the mic. <laughs> very heavy on the spice, but the aftertaste is very smooth and creamy. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, That's what she said. See, and I, so I'm not getting the creaminess to it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a little bit of the harshness on the finish with the, the nice sweetness to it, but not the creaminess. Interesting. It lingers yeah. like in the back. Of your there's, there's, it's, it's still lingering. It is, is, it is lingering on the back of my throat though. Like oh, it's I'm nice. still getting that nice. It's really nice from the spice on there. Sonia pounded her her glass. Maybe that's why it's creamy. She's not on the podcast though. She still doesn't want to join us, Ben. I'm not. I, I feel, I'm, I'm hurt. Oh, by eventually, that. eventually. Yeah, eventually. With that Russell Wilson trade. Well, Russell Wilson trade. It gets traded. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. When he's when he's playing for the New York Jets. Or the Eagles. It'll be it'll be a different story. Or the Eagles. I don't know if he's I, I don't know if he's gonna play for the Eagles, Sonia. He wants to win. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, <laughs> uh, we a Super Bowl much more recent than we did. That's right. We did win a Super Bowl much That's true. Today. That's true. Uh Franny, you know, how uh where would you rate this? On our thirst and goal rating scale of beverages, not just rise in general, but uh, I would say this is about I would say it's about an eight. I do like a lot of the flavors that are coming through. It is Fairly complex for you know a thirty dollar rye. Uh, we, and there's not a lot of ryes on the shelf that you can find for thirty dollars that are this complex. So I would say about an eight. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to give it a nine though, I, Ooh, I, it, because of the spice. That is pretty interesting. Because I know it's like got the, spice. the heavy spice. You like the it, spicy I shots. Like the, the spice. You like it, the spicy meatball. I like that it's dry. It's not too sweet and creamy uh, in your mouth. It doesn't have that overly you know caramel sugar. Honey creaminess to it yeah. that you get from That's a true. lot of the a lot of the rye where it's it's you don't really want to sit and sip on it. Yeah, this too is much. like this is a classic rye where it's just harsh, it's spicy. There's a little bit of sweetness there, but it doesn't try to be anything else but a rye. Yeah, some ryes try to be more than just a rye. This one just 
ah, I'm a fucking rye motherfucker. Yeah, I'd like to. I like to. I like to taste this with maybe, you know, maybe uh, the Balcones. I mean, I think we had one of the. It was either a Texas rye, but we had one of the Balcones that was. Oh, all the all one the, of all the, the better the rye yeah, that, those, that those were all fucking delicious. Yeah, you know that we've had one. on the show that I think was yeah. right up there. But for thirty dollars for a rye, this is what you would expect from a rye. I mean, it, it doesn't I agree. go beyond what it tries to be. It is a rye. I am spicy. I am full bodied. I'm not as creamy as Sonia claims to be. I'm, I, so I'm not getting the spicy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm getting the spiciness, but not the creaminess. Right. So the creaminess is not. I don't get there. the creaminess. It almost, it almost that's kind of why I like it completely. But on the back of the throat, on the back of the tongue. There's that spiciness, and just before that, you get a little bit of that sweetness, that sort of red apple flavor. I don't know. That's that's what I'm getting. But um, you know, Sonia's shaking her head right now. She's yeah. looking at us like it you, drops you away. Guys, don't know what the fuck it hits your about. tongue, gives you that spice, gives you the cloves, yeah. gives you the flavor. But everybody has a different it, experience, and then it drops away. Yeah, like it immediately drops off your yeah. tongue. It you know, you know what we do need? We need Sonia on the podcast back with us, Ben. That's what we're missing. We're missing that female perspective on the show. Yeah, once the season starts. September. Yeah, once the season back. starts, <laughs> I think she'll eventually be back. Or yeah. she's just trying to, you know, you know, get us to shut up until September. And, yeah. then, she'll, and then she'll say, uh, the Super Bowl, will be. I'll be back with you around the Super Bowl time. Sure. All right, Franny. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board. Do we rate it? We rate it, right? Yeah. Okay. I always forget whether or not we rate it. Okay. So next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week, which is another IPA from Belching Beaver. All right, folks, hold tight, and we'll be right back with our Beer of the Week. All right, and we are back with our Beer of the Week. Did we rate it? I don't know, bro. Did we rate our uh, beer? I don't even know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ever since they started writing it down. No, because I mean you, you I didn't I had no idea really that you didn't rate our shots of the week. Because you figured that they should be all tens because they're my shots. I mean I I, I don't they should I, be all tens. I, I mean but they're not though. Well like even even I have a rating for my own shots, Ben. Yes, like, that some, is true. Some, some of them are better, some of them are worse. I mean, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not offended if you don't feel like one of my shots are that great. Well, I don't, I never go, I, it's hard to get me high on a sweet shot. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you know how I feel. I mean, you know, you, you give me a, you give me a I spicy don't, shot, I don't, I'm going to get a better review. That's like, how it goes. I, I'm, I'm from the West Coast, but I don't get butt hurt. You know that. Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm that's not, true. I'm not one of those West Coast guys that's like sensitive and it gets, I'm butt hurt. I can't believe he said that. It was that. good. It was very good. It was yeah, hard to drink during, if you through a straw. Was, even if you said it was a one, if you said it was a one, I would say Okay, motherfucker. Well, no, I would come back next week with a ten. All right, I, I, I give it a five. <laughs> I don't care. No, hey, it was good. It was it just drinking it through the straw and being sweet was a little hard. Yeah, it was a large yeah, shot. That, that was, was a, more. That was more of a cocktail. After like my fourth gulp that was, through the straw, I was like, "Wow, this is." Hey, these are some pretty big ass bunnies right here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but you know, a lot of calories in there. Uh, yeah, but we didn't, we didn't eat them yet. That's true. That's we, true. We, we might get to that eventually. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if, if there's one thing you know about me, Ben, I, I don't get as butthurt as some people on the West Coast. That's true. Yeah. People on the West Coast feelings very sensitive. Very sensitive. You know, loosen yeah. up, people. You can be like, hey, yo, bro, go fuck yourself. I'll be like, all right. Yeah. That's what we got to go to Scotland. Because in Scotland, I'm guessing when they, drink, when they make the scotch, I, I, I'm guessing that they're not as sensitive. You get more butthurt than I do. No. I, no, know, I get, no, you do. You bring up shit from like years past. Well, but like, that's more hey, for instigation. Hey, remember when you told me that? <laughs> yeah, that's more for instigation and like. I don't ribbing. know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh well, it's more of a tit for tat. 
It's more like, I mean, are you going to do this? I'm going to do it back. I forgot what it was last week. You had something. I forgot what it was. Uh, probably. Uh, I can't remember. It's still a podcast. But it's more for so, comedic I relief than it is. Yeah, My feelings very rarely get yeah, actually hurt. Yeah, they do. It's it's. Yeah, it's they do. Pretty rare. I mean, my, my I get I get hurt on behalf of other people easier than I get hurt <laughs> on my own behalf. You get hurt. I do, I do, part, but it's yeah. rare. Only the only people that can hurt my feelings. Like are I'll hear shit like my mother, my brother. Later. Like years later, I'll hear like, "Remember when you said?" <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's it, well, maybe maybe it's uh, just sticks in my brain for some strange reason. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's pain. <laughs> But you could probably hurt my feelings. My parent, my mother, I my brother could hurt. Sonia could definitely. There's hurt. no reason for me to. Sonia could hurt my feelings for sure. Yeah, and yeah, she but, knows it. Yeah, well. but that's that's the wife's power. <laughs> you know, if they can't hurt your feelings, you, will you probably it, don't care. If you allow it to happen, Ben, don't let it happen. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> which is the which is easily the 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 line that I use on Sonia that upsets her the most. Because lying to her is like the is like the most terrible yeah. thing you could do, and to me, it's like a, a, a just a function of life. You know, like <laughs> you know, the better at it you are, the better life you're gonna have. True that. Uh, doesn't mean you should lie, but it just means that if people just little lies, if There's people little... put you in a position to have to lie to them, then that's on them. <laughs> that's how I view it. Like if you're asking me a question <clears throat> or, or or having a conversation with me about something that you know I don't want to talk about or shouldn't be talking about. Then you leave me no alternative than to either get in an argument with you or lie to you. Because I know it still pains you that I was not at your bachelor party. Yeah, it does. Of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. I, I, I'm going to save my, I'm going to be very parsimonious <laughs> and I'm going to save my money for this next bachelor party that's coming up I a had, little ways after. I had, I had quite. That's more important to me no, no, than no, this no, one. No, 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 no. Way had, more important. I had quite... And not only that, I'm going to drive the car all the way there and back hey, for that bachelor party. Hey, but we party. had a great fucking time, though, at that other bachelor party. At the other one that yeah, wasn't mine, yes. Even more fun, though, than at yours, than if we had gone to yours. Because well, I was able to spend more money and also... Nope, nope, uh, nah. you, nope you can't just... Yeah, no. You, no. Okay, we're going to have to have, like, a, a <laughs> you'll separate... Never be able to, you'll never wow. be able to justify that. <laughs> See how far that goes? That was 10 years ago. And don't tell me that you'll get your butt hurt about shit. Well, but that's not butt hurt. That's just, that's just right and wrong. That was even more than 10 years that's ago. That's just right and wrong. It was right and wrong. My bad. My bad. Okay. <laughs> but anyways... Let me just save some we money have for this other guy. Belching. Can I just save some money for this the guy? Who's, I just want to let you know... I was the best man at his. <laughs> I just want to let you know... Wedding? That there's this other thing that's more have, important to I didn't me. Have a job I have the, the money still. I do have it. I can I get it. Money, I can get whatever. it. But you see know, how, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be tired. I don't want to be tired for two weekends here, in a row. Here two weekends goes. in a year. It was, it was, it was, yeah, I don't like being tired. But, anyways, <laughs> our beer of. Well, are you done? The, the people that cared are about me, done? they can. Are you done? Oh. <laughs> the people that cared about me, they can't. What a, <laughs> what a dick. All right. So we have our Belching Beaver Deftones Phantom Bride. My feelings IPA. don't get hurt. I give people what they deserve. I know. I do deserve it, Ben. I do deserve it 100%, but I've made up for it in yes, the last- that is true. Uh, 11 or 12 years now, <laughs> because this is our 118th podcast together that we record- Outdoors, where football should be played and podcasts should be recorded. All right. And I lost the, uh, yep, I lost the website for that one. The Belching Beaver? <laughs> this is the Belching Beaver. I think we've had another Belching Beaver offering. I can't remember exactly which one it was. 
Yeah, this this one is. Are the... you twenty one years old? Yes, yes, yeah, I am. Say that again. This is the <laughs> multiple times. This is their newest. This is the Belching Beaver Deftones Phantom Bride release, an India Pale Ale. It's named after the ethereal song by the one and only Deftones. Phantom Bride IPA is a blend of Amarillo, Citrus, Simcoe, and Mosaic hops, delicately balanced for the perfectly drinkable mix of citrus and hoppy goodness. A truly original Deftones Belching Beaver collaboration envisioned by Chico Moreno and skillfully crafted by Thomas Peters. Sit back, put on your headphones, and drink away. It's available all year. The alcohol by volume is 7.1%. The bitterness is 60 IBUs. Oh, a little low. A little low on the bitterness scale there. Uh, the Beer Army Beer Wars 2018, number one. First, uh, first place on uh, the Beer Army Beer Wars in 2018. Franny, what made you Wait, pick this one up? Uh, well, we'll scroll down a little bit because I'm, I'm trying to remember which other. Hazer's going to haze. That's a terrible we didn't have name. The mango. I don't know. We didn't have the blonde or the stout. Peanut butter milk style. Which one did we? We had one of these, and I can't remember. Yeah, is there, is it might, it well, it might not be in production yeah, anymore. May, maybe not anymore, but we did have a Belching Beaver on the podcast in the past. Um, but, I mean, you know, last week we did have um, that beer from Germany because we did have so many domestic beers prior to that. And so I figured, you know what, why not go back to a domestic beer? And, um, you know, this one just looked... On the shelf, I mean, just the graphics on the can really caught my eye. Whoever did them, it's like a skeleton beaver head. And, uh, you know, it has multiple hops in this beer. And, you know, how me and you, know, me and you better We love the hops. We love and the hops. And you were going towards the sour beers there for it, a I, minute. I was, and I was like actually looking for those. Uh, but I couldn't really find any. We will have some tomorrow, though, Ben. For Easter, I did pick up some of those uh, sour ales. So we got the sour ales and some of the cold pizza, cold pizza from last week. Oh, that was good. <coughs> yeah, that, was that, was good. that was good, too. Yeah, so we have some sours and some uh, some pilsnas uh, for tomorrow. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, that's what really caught my eye. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a black can. You don't see too many black cans and it has, uh, you know, that sort of, uh, that, that beaver skull on, the uh, beaver I, it's, skull. It, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, whoever, hey, the beaver skull coming to get you. I mean, whoever did the graphics on this can, they did a great job because it really caught my eye. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Uh, what, uh, you know, what made you think to go back to an IPA as opposed to we the beers had, that we had? We, we uh, had I felt like you almost turned away from them for a little. You no, were like I mean, because it going seems towards like the Pilsners always, and the Sours. Yeah, because we always have, I mean, it's so easy to find an, an IPA on the shelf. I mean, they're everywhere. Well, I mean, it is every, the best beer. Every brewery has their own style of IPA and it seems like they're, they're sort of, you know, they're overplayed and outplayed. I mean, it's like, there's like. Come on, can we can we do something a little bit different now? You know what it's I like, think. Can we do a, like there's enough hoppiness, enough citrusiness. Let's do something a little bit different. But I'm like, fuck it, let's go back. To well, you thing. know what I think. I think maybe we should start a new trend. Maybe we should start doing some stouts. Yeah. I mean, if you had been at my bachelor party, you would have had some. Stouts. Uh, but uh, you know, there, there is that. I, I wouldn't be drinking stouts at a bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah, and you missed out. I, on I, the, I wouldn't be you drinking out on the steak dinner and. You missed out on the Korean barbecue off strip that neither mm. that 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 one of my other friends paid for in full. You know, it sounds like a pretty boring bachelor party. Well, if but that's, there was if drinking that's what after you did, that. If that's what you did, that sounds like a pretty boring bachelor party. I'm, you well, you what? have to eat. I'm glad I wasn't there. You have to. <laughs> All eat. right. You have I'm to. I'm glad eat. I wasn't at that one. Oh, now he's trying to hurt my feelings even worse. <laughs> he can't <laughs> just take exactly. it. Exactly. I'm but, not going to take it. I'm going to. I'm going to hurt your feelings. Even but more. what do you think about the, you know trying some stouts? Yeah. 
Um, in the summer months, not so much. You know, because it's going to come back. Stouts are going to come back. They will, but maybe in the winter months, man. When, when when the football season rolls around once again in October, November, maybe some stouts. Oh, we might have to do some lagers then. Some stouts. No, I mean in the in the summer. In the summer, some more pilsners. Oh, you pilsners. Yeah. All right, you want to give this a sniff? Let's give this a sniff, Ben. Oh, yeah, that's hoppy. That's citrusy. Hoppy, little it really, light. It pinches the nose with the citrusy notes. It's a nice, light, hazy, golden nice. color. It's not too It's not too robust in terms of yeah, the color. It has a nice bit of haziness to it. doesn't look like it's overly carbonated either. There's yeah, not too much head on there. Yeah, it's got a nice will citrus, have, hoppy nose, but not but not too heavy. It's, it's, it doesn't have, have a bitter nose. Will it have the crispness that I'm looking for? Probably. Let's give it a shot, Ben. All right. Mm. Doesn't have any crispness. <clears throat> no, it's it's kind of doesn't bland. have a lot of flavor. Either. I know seriously with all the hops that they mentioned. That sixty, that sixty IBU scared me. It's low. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, there's there's absolutely no bitterness. It's kind of dry, kind of bland. There's just slight citrusy notes to it. It's more like an all day drinking mm-hmm. IPA. That's it's got even... a little bitterness, a little bit. It's almost got a little skunkiness. Yeah, but I expected a lot more you know when they when they mention what they have in the beer uh with the amarillo with the citra with the simcoe I mosaic would want a little bit more christmas i would expect a little bit more not only christmas but citrusy notes more hoppiness it doesn't but it's have very a- bland very dry and it goes down with not that much you're gonna add that much hop and you're gonna have this much flavor which is almost nothing they use the hops, but did they use what were the amounts of the hops that they used? I know. It was like an ounce. I mean, it, not, it's almost like a. I mean, it's not that. I mean, it's an much, IPA. I mean, you can tell it's not it's a, even really. You can tell it's an IPA, but I mean, if you're going to go that far and use yeah, but that this many, is not hops, even as good as most house IPAs. Yeah, we no. use our, you know, <clears throat> like if you go to a bar and say, "Give me, you know, your whatever IPA," you know, your IPA, you know, your your. It's gonna hit you Just with a little bit. IPA, it's gonna it's hit gonna you be... with a little bit more bitterness, which is nice. At least you get some bitterness, but there's not that much bitterness. There's a little bit of citrusy notes to it. Not but much it's, though. It's dry too. It's not even crisp. It has that dryness to it, and that's not what you want. I mean, if this was a little bit more wet and less dry, it'd be a little bit better. But it's dry. It's bland. It's bready almost. I mean, it's like it's not that good. It's huh. not that good. No, it's not. But I am disappointed. Why is that? I'm not sure, man. That's pretty sad. Let's open up another one here and see. Let's pour this one out. These are not sound effects, people. This is Ben actually pouring beer into his glass. Yeah, I know. Graphics on the on the can, great. Yeah, it just lacks. It lacks. But the flavor, it's not that great. It lacks flavor. It's almost a little bit. It almost. It's got a little bit of a rotten flavor to it on the on the tail end. I don't mean like it's spoiled. I mean it, it. The flavor is obviously it. it, it hmm. You know, it's like purposeful. a. It's like a dry biscuit. It's it's, it's just you know, like, my mouth is more dry now drinking it than it was before I drank it. Yeah, no, that's not very good at all. Good thing I only got two two cans. This other can we could throw in the fire. Uh, hmm, that's not very good. 
I mean, it's too bad. So, I mean, you know, I'm sure Belching Beaver, I mean, the other offering that we had from what I can remember was pretty good, but this one, not too good. I mean, especially with, with the graphics. I mean, it's, it's pretty sad that you get this sort of flavor from the sort of graphics and the effort that they put into that. Yeah. I mean, and if it's they like, broke, don't fix it. Maybe your other yeah, IPA was no. better. Hmm. Yeah. So the Deftones Phantom Bride IPA, where'd you rate this, Ben? I'm going to give it about a, I'll give it a six. That's pretty high. I'm going to give it a three. A three, three, yeah, a three. It's not that good. This this is not a good IPA at all. It's it's I mean, not it seems, a great it seems IPA, like, but it's an it, it's a it's an average beer, a little bit better than average. We've had better average beers than this. This is below yeah. average. This is below average to me. Like this is something that I would not go back to. Like I would like if I ordered this at a bar, I would drink one glass and then just like drink something else the rest of the night. This is like a one drink thing. Realize that I don't it's a like one drink it. minimum. Yeah, and then just move on. Her one drink maximum. Yeah, exactly. Now, that's 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 kind of disappointing. How much was it? What were the uh, what's the price point on this? I think it was about four dollars or three dollars a can. I can't remember exactly. But that's not inexpensive. Uh, I mean, it's one pint. You know, so it's it's more than just a twelve ounce can. So yeah, but about still, sixteen I mean, ounces or so. Uh, four dollars. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be better, but disappointed. Not very good. Yeah, I mean, I'll finish it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh, that's Nothing disappointing. Great. Yeah, I know. I want to end the show on that. I note. know, seriously. I mean, it's definitely unless you, know, you want to talk about something else, Ben. I mean, it's not as good about as, me missing out on your bachelor yeah, it's party. It's not as good as any of the beers that we had at my bachelor party, which couldn't have been that good. It could. It, it was, you know, well, mostly because you weren't there. <laughs> That's why it lacked the crispness that it could have had had you been there. In 20 years, I'll be hearing about this. Uh, Oh, yeah. Without without a doubt. When I'm just, like, even before, like, just after retirement, you'd be like, hey, remember that one time when you didn't go to my bachelor party? Yeah. Oh, for sure. like, Ben, we're on episode 1063. And and I'll still be bringing it up. I'll still be bringing it up. Probably. Probably. probably, Hopefully I will have forgotten about it. Probably, yes. Because I'll be talking, I'll be trying to get Friday to buy buy something with his. Can you get me some Depends before you get over here? If he buys, like, a couple Bitcoin. Bitcoin or something, you know, and it's worth five million dollars. I have some Bitcoin, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. I only have a tiny a bit, bit, but you know, everybody should bit. have a little bit, a little bit of Bitcoin. Everybody should have a little bit, a little bit. You know, just have a little bit. You know, you never know. Things are things are a little bleak out there. <laughs> you know, we need to be escape to the islands. That's right. You know where we can an isla, an isla. Yeah, we can live in Scotland on Buna Bitcoin. Bin. Yeah, we can we can work at the distillery. Yeah. And live off our earnings at the distillery in Imagine. a little tiny. Like we have of that like weird sort of like Madonna accent, where like it's like sort of British, sort of English, like American. Like, hey Ben, how are you doing today? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how was your day at the distillery? Oh, very good. I, I, just, I don't. That's you messed it up. Now. I just, I just that's not very good. I just stopped by to get a biscuit. <laughs> Is that not good? That's bad. That's so bad. I just stopped to get a biscuit. I'm not. That, that's actually. That's probably right. That's probably how you would sound after a few years living on Isla. <laughs> uh, my my accents are not good. They're not yeah, good. No, they're not good. You can. I mean, <laughs> I mean, actually, a Southern accent. I can, well. That's about yeah, all. Because su- well, I grew up with that. You can't even do a New York accent. You can't even do an uh, like an upstate New York accent. That, that's how. That's I, where that, that is that's my where accent. But it's not though. You're not even good at that. Like you're good at saying coffee, coffee, yeah. water. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And beyond that. Acapura, Legatino, <laughs> you know, give me some rigatoni. I got, I want some rigatoni. Even that, you're bad. 
<laughs> yeah, my accents are bad. I can't help it. It yeah. is what it is. You know, I didn't learn accents. I, I didn't go to Accents 101 in my Everybody in my to, State man. University Everybody, of New York <clears throat> education. Everybody has to. Uh, at least one class. Well, they should take, I mean, there should be an accent class so you can learn to, like, understand different, you know, dialects and, you know, phonetically spell out words. That way you don't say, you know, Brooklyn-a-ditch. You know, you can spell it out and sound it out. Hey, you have to say it like we do on an island. Yeah, see, he does I, it. You have to say Brooklyn-a-ditch. Uh, Brooklyn-a-ditch. <laughs> uh, you know, I just, I want to get a little tea, <laughs> a, little, a little tea and crumpets. Yeah, now whoever is listening right now, good for you. Yeah, exactly. Kudos to you. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up the show. Oh, you're killing me. Hey. Another episode hey. in the Another books. one in the books. It's over. A show about, we are a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews, and not going to each other's bachelor parties please head over to our website at thirstygold.blessbrow.com hey, you can still go to my bachelor party ben <laughs> yeah, if that ever well, happens we'll see, we'll see. i don't know if i have the money happens. probably won't happen i don't i don't know if but I, do, I don't have the money we, we can uh, just have a fun I, bachelor party <laughs> just like pretend like i'm getting married i don't have i don't think i have the money there, there from there and if you don't i respect that <laughs> no, no, <laughs> because no, you, you're being very um parsimonious parsimonious you, with your cash <laughs> i don't know that i don't think you would uh from there you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes get links to the or get look at our show notes and get links to all the stories that we cover all of the bourbons rise scotches that we review on the show as well as all the beers that we review on the show you get links to all the podcatchers in the universe apple podcast castbox castbox pocket cast and the rest you can also get us on audible amazon music and pandora as well Please everywhere. Everywhere. Please leave us a review. Uh, you can email us at podcastthirstygoal at gmail.com. You can call us at the phone number that's listed in the show notes. Leave us a message. We might play it on the air. You can follow us on Franny's amazing Instagram it's not account. That good. It's not that good, but thanks, at, Ben. Yeah, look for the uh, post for tonight <laughs> on Wednesday of this week at hey, Thirstand. The news will still be the same. <laughs> at Thirstand. And on Twitter at Goal Thirst. And please, I feel bad. Please, I feel bad. Like, please check out all the photography during the season. <laughs> like, I'm. It's like 11 a.m. and like half of the game's already done. I'm like, I post like a <laughs> new new episode, and we talked about like these games, and you already know the results of those games. I yeah, I, I should probably wake up a little bit earlier on Sundays. Yeah, it's <laughs> not you, that easy. Uh, or you could do it tonight. I could, but I, I like I do. I don't. I know. I, <laughs> like I just. I just I I just don't. But, you know, everybody knows the shot of the night. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That is true. All right, Friday, anything else to add before we finish up the night? Uh, Nothing except for thank you, everybody, so much for listening to us, at least this far into the podcast. But thank you for listening in general. And we'll see you next week. Next week. (laughs) 